Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Thank you for joining me. Anthony McQuaid. Good to have you here, sir. Oh, my dog, not again. We're doing it one more time. It almost seems like we just did this. Didn't we just do this? Cat. Cat's in the building with the silver spoon. How you doing, young lady? Anthony says, what are they seeing? Be a little more specific, sir. What do you mean? What's who seeing? What am I seeing? What are you seeing? Boom. You should be seeing me right now. Doing good, Miss Cat. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm tired of shit, though. <laughs> oh, boy. We stayed up late this morning. Having a good time over on uh, Sonya's channel. Acting like some crazy people. Staying up till 5 in the morning. Crazy. They said, I can't rec remember the last we did. Just how the people started your stream. What? 
I can't remember the last we did this O, the people in the start of your stream. What? <laughs> what the hell? Am I reading that wrong or are we missing some words or orders of letters? What's happening here? Excuse me? Excuse me? And I'm glad y'all got are with me here tonight. I got a few stories to bust through. I wish we could do more stuff on YouTube, man, because uh, all the good shit you got to jump over to Rumble for. They're so sensitive over here. Can't talk about nothing. Talk about old Sleepy Joe. Bam. What's up with your boy? You got some blind dude leading him out here. Is this the blind leading the blind? What's happening here? Like he escorts both of them out there and he just leaves Biden hanging all to himself. He's in some kind of factory. There's some toolboxes around. There's a ladder. This is a press break right here to bend metal. Like why is all this shit here together? It's just a op. Photo op. Anthony says, I can't remember the last time we did a live stream, Laugh Out Loud, and the start of your stream, people are watching something. What are they watching? Start of the stream, people are watching something. They better be watching me. I don't know what they're watching. going on here well we just did this just a few hours ago five o'clock in the morning Anthony Anthony asked me what time I was going live today <laughs> when are you going live again rebel um in like a few hours I got to go to work <laughs> I got to go to work too oh my god so get ready for this new one right here the WHO, not the band, convenes urgent meeting over outbreak of Marburg virus, one of the world's deadliest diseases that kills 90% of patients and has no cure. Happy Valentine's Day. That was on the 14th. What's going on here? Um, what the hell is going on here? Maybe a boy can tell us about it. All right, guys, this is an alert to the world. Uh, so a Marburg viral outbreak has happened in Guinea. Marburg is... They've been talking about this since the beginning of COVID. They were saying that, ooh, the, the Marburg might be the next virus that comes after COVID. Well, Marburg virus ain't COVID. COVID's got a 99 plus percent survival rate. Marburg virus has up to a 90% death rate, meaning nine out of 10 people will die. 
It is not spread airborne like COVID yet, uh, but this is the scary part. They're already talking about trialing a new for Marburg virus, and they've never had one for Marburg virus. They're probably going to use mRNA. So this vaccine will be far more dangerous and than the vaccine. People who have already vaccinated again, don't say you were not warned. I don't know if he caught any of that, but he said some things. He said some things. He said some stuff. Alleged. These things are all alleged here. I don't know. They don't like it. That's for sure. If you watch the beginning of your stream, it shows people in a theater <laughs> watching something gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's the trailer for the... What are they watching in that scene? They're watching this show for the first time. They're like, oh, my God. I can't believe what's happening on screen. What's wrong with your face? <laughs> Yeah, you see in the show for the first time, you don't know what's going to happen. You could see uh, another trail derailment, train derailment, I'm sorry, happening right now. Multiple emergency crews are responding to a massive train derailment outside of Detroit, Michigan, in a small town of Van Buren Township, Michigan. Really? I don't believe you. Officials are reporting that only one car in the train was carrying hazardous materials, which is reportedly showing no sign of leaking or damage at this time. Yeah, trail derainment. You don't want to get derained off that trail, that's for damn sure. Follow me off the edge of this cliff. Follow me. We're going to have many more of those missteps in here tonight. That's for damn sure. Devin. Apparently they hit the wrong train. Or the wrong trail, depending on where you come from it. There was another one I saw too. Um, I had to go find it right quick, but... Yeah, that's a long-ass train, too. Shit, look at that thing. At least they hadn't blown it up yet. That's a lot of damn rail cars, though. Look at these fuckers. Somebody ain't getting their Amazon package on time. That's for damn sure. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be more of those things. Got to ask your boy about it, though. Petey, what do you know about this train derailment? All I know about transportation is I've been rear-ended a few, quite a few times. Oh, booty gig. Oh, booty. This is one of the reasons probably that this shit was happening right here. Look at this. Watch this train try to come down these raggedy-ass uh, railroad tracks. 
Oh, Petey Booty Fudge. How dare you? Look at this thing. It's creeping. I'm creeping in. I'm creeping in. I'm creeping. I damn near got killed because my train kept swerving. Look at these railroad tracks. This thing is creeping. It's shaking and whatnot. Barely can get through there. Not enough hazmats in that train. Shit. I wish they would have let that camera keep going and get it all the way to there. That, that thing looks like it's about to fall off them tracks. Can you imagine they come going down through there 50, 60 mile an hour? That thing's going, man. It is going. Don't worry about it, though. Nothing to see here. Well, this is a story we've been on since the very beginning. Get Residents on it. in East Palestine, Ohio, still demanding answers about their safety and their health two weeks after a train carrying hazardous materials derailed and caught fire. A thick black cloud of smoke could be seen for miles. And look at the... Yeah, it was a train wreck for real, just like this administration. <laughs> ...flames. People there in Ohio have begged for help from the highest levels in Washington. And just today... The administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency did visit the area. He arrived, he assured residents the air quality and water is safe. All families need to know that they are safe. All families deserve access to clean air and safe drinking water. We are going to get through this as a team. And at the same time, we are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. Anthony says our train, our tracks are straight and true. If you watch rail fan, Westfield, Mass, rail cam, bridges. You being sarcastic right now? Yeah, they must be off track if they ain't got the right type of rails in the town. Click on my well, this is a story we've been on since the very beginning. Residents Resident in East Palestine, Ohio, still demanding answers about their safety and their health two weeks after a train carrying hazardous materials derailed and caught fire. A thick black... ...as a team. And at the same time, we are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern... Look at this lady right here with her little rainbow vest on. First time I'm seeing this, by the way. Accountable, and I can promise you. Sonia. Oh, crews were also out today doing air quality testing in several homes, checking for lingering chemicals. The White House says workers with the CDC, as well as Health and Human Services, are being deployed there to provide medical support. However, people say they've been sick. They're understandably worried about their pets, about returning home, about their families. Has anybody done any research on this town? Because I was watching Owen Benjamin today, and he was talking about how this whole train derailment thing is just a big psyop to get at the uh, Amish community to make people stop buying their products and shit. I don't know how uh, true that would be, but he said he has sources in the town, people that live in the town, and he's asking them what's happening, and they're saying it's all bullshit. If there's a... a problem how come these dudes don't have hazmat suits on they're right here in the middle of this shit they're like tearing down the cars 
I'm assuming these are rail cars where you just saw them being chopped up by that machine just then. So joining us now is Emily Wright, who lives near the evacuation zone by East. Westfield rail cam. Yeah, are they straight, Anthony, or are they crooked as uh, old Biden? Look at this character right here, too, by the way. Is anybody on TV normal anymore? I don't know, man. I just assume things. Palestine. Emily, thank you for your time today. Um, really scary situation here. They're perfect. They're perfectly straight. Is that just because it's a bridge and it has to be perfectly straight or uh, Westfield rail cam? Let me write that down. How's everybody else doing out there? Westfield rail cam. I got it, sir. No, in fact, there is one coming. Like as in a few minutes, there's one coming. So I should go there now. Is that what you're trying to tell me, man? Now, sort of. So it's like live. It's not actually live. It's a delayed live. What town is this, even, by the way? I guess it's Westfield, the town of Westfield. Just the one right here. I mean, it's hard to see that and at nighttime, but it looks pretty straight to me. Hell of a lot straighter than those ones we just looking at. That shit looked like it was about to fall over. Westfield, I live two minutes away. Okay, cool. Looks like a nice little peaceful town. Yeah, I'll add that to my rep of twists. Listen to this, this thing is going to say. You have been experiencing some symptoms. Yeah, I live about five miles from the derailment site. So I'm, I'm out of the evacuation zone. And um, we had several symptoms in our house. Um, my father has bilateral asbestosis from working in the mill for years. He couldn't breathe. Um, you know, I have asthmatic flares all week. Um, my voice is sore, but it, it's been sore, but I've been. Ohio train derailment, 89 miles, East Palestine, Ohio. That's a very small town, 4,718 people. That ain't shit, man. Oh, that's showing where Cleveland is in, in conjunction to it, I guess. Talking a lot, too. Um, yeah, there's lots of us around that even if we don't have symptoms, we smell, um, you know, the gas and we. Dude, I know that there are actual videos of this, but does this shit not look fake to y'all? I mean, this looks so, so crazy to me. This shit looks fake. I don't know. 
I'm sure there's video of this actual. Is there is there video of this actual cloud in this? Just this is a steel cam shot. I mean, it's hard to tell this shit's fake with it being so pixelated and whatnot. I question everything. I don't believe anybody. Experienced it that day. Um, one of the things that, you know, the EPA was saying, I saw the interview um, with the head of the EPA and that they're doing air testing, you know. Watch her eyes. She gets diverted over here. She's like reading something. I'm not sure if she's reading a script or what. That's great. But there's not completed water and soil testing or there hasn't been any surface testing of the houses. So people were letting back in their homes. And you know the saying, when the dust settles, um, the air quality will be okay, but we don't know about surface water and soil. We do know that the water has been contaminated all down the Ohio River. Um, today, we have several news articles that have come out um, in the last two days. Got a train coming. Train keep moving all night long. Oh, here it comes. Toot, toot. Man, I forgot to grab that major pain. I was going to get that toot, toot when he's telling that story of that little kid to that little kid about his buddy getting his legs blown off. <laughs> he was kicking his nubs like this. Wouldn't it be wild if that motherfucker derailed right there? I saw some lumber on that bitch, some railroad ties or something. Ain't it crazy that we still do trains? How old are trains, man? Trains are older than mofo. Chem cars. There's no telling what's on those trains. All kinds of different products. That one that got derailed, it was, uh... It was, um... I like the sound of the train, though. It's going... That's the sound of the men working on the train. Gang. That was a pretty short train, though. That's the end of it. Boom. Brought to you by Rebel Without a Reason. Train scenery views. We're diverse on this channel, in case you didn't know. Those black round liquid contain tankers are full of something. Oh yeah. They're full of all kind of goodies. Where everybody's being warned from um, you know, east And I've been seeing the fish everywhere and they said there were hundreds and hundreds of dead fish. I've only seen like videos of one or two there. Did somebody come pick up all the fish? Did they all go downstream? Did they have a hot date? They had to get the fuck up out of there? Where these fish go? Liverpool all the way down uh, to Huntington, West Virginia, that the river um, is, you know, polluted. So people are obviously what concerned up, about their drinking water. Um, they're being told that there's chemicals in their water, but that they think it's at an accept. They think it's okay. See, look, look. Every time you see one of these videos, like the one we showed yesterday, that's one little fish in this little dried up little, little creek area. Again, uh, I don't know. I want to see more fish dead everywhere. They said it was super abundant. 
but that they think it's at an accept they think it's okay. what's up se wolverines well, let me ask you i mean i know that you said that you live about five miles outside of ground zero so to speak but do you feel comfortable drinking uh the water <laughs> yeah. I'm look at her face do you feel comfortable do you feel comfortable drinking uh the water. Say hell to the no. I'm not. We haven't. My family hasn't drank the water since the um release, the uncontrolled release, I would call it. Yeah. Then you got the dudes in the hazmat suits rolling up in this little situation here. They got the army home V out there. And well, go ahead. Unfortunately, one of the kind of the thing about layered environmental degradation is is that it comes full circle so while vinyl chloride is used to make plastics um and you know was in these cars and and you know wrecked now we are having to drink uh water uh, water out of plastic bottles now mm -hmm. so it it just seems a bit ironic it does and, and i don't know if we're able to pull up uh that cloud because again you're, you're five miles outside of it but when we look at that picture of, of the cloud, the smoke, that there it is, that was created. And just look at the radius. Yeah, uh, SE, it's a rebel, like, you know, rebel without a reason. There ain't no cause for it whatsoever. It's rebel yell. Yeah, like that. Not the rebel. Well, you can call me rebel if you want to. Whatever tickles your fancy. You get a fancy, you need a tickle there, tickle that fancy, however you need to. Of that. Uh, Again, I want to see the video of this damn thing. I know it went up, kaboom, boom. We saw it go boom, boom. We saw a lot of those videos of the cloud, the blue cloud, the black clouds in the sky. I mean, I'm looking at this shit looking ominous as hell. EPA said they don't need no help, though. FEMA's not going to come help them either. Emily, have you been contacted at all by Norfolk Southern, the train company, or, or any other entity uh, of any sort? Or do you know anyone who, who has? Because we've reported that, that there are residents who've been contacted. Yeah, there are. We actually have um, our lead organizers have been contacted and um, actually that's a fire. have a... That's a fire. Roll him around. Roll Charlie around. He's burning. He's all right. That's a fire on video where Norfolk Southern is expressing to them that they do think the water that's running you know, through their <laughs> basement and their house is toxic. So one of the things about our area is we have a lot of old houses. Yeah, uh, Devin says everybody should rebel without a reason, rebel without a reason, yeah. Because there ain't no cause for it, honestly. There's no reason for you to be upset. Calm down. And a lot of our basements aren't finished. And we live in and around the river in a lot of waterways. So um, because we have all these attributaries to the river, they can also be in people's basement. That's just nasty, though. You know what I mean? If that shit's fake, you're you crashing up a whole lot of shit. To, uh, uh, Owen Benjamin's whole point of it was that this whole thing is a PSYOP and us even talking about it is the PSYOP. And what the end result, what they wanted it to, to, to do by doing this whole expensive thing right here is to make people be scared of Amish farmers. Are there Amish farmers in this area? I know there are a lot in Ohio. Probably would be a lot in this area. But 
I mean, how many people are really buying from the Amish gardens? Or, or I know I buy shit from the Amish people here in town whenever they have the uh, farmer's market thing down there. They have a little Amish, Amish farmer's market here in our town. And I go by that bitch every summer all the time. But how many people are doing that, though, in this town? I have no idea. But he's basically saying it was to instill in fear in people uh, about not buying locally food because your shit will be poisoned with this spillage and whatnot you just need to go to walmart so i guess he's got a point on some of that but still so that's a concern that people have um and also people are reporting you know to my organization that to river valley organizing that they're when they went back in their homes they had rashes on their hands that they felt sick um, you know, and they're just very concerned because from the beginning we've, we as he says, they make great furniture. <laughs> Hell yeah. They make some great furniture. Uh, one thing that was always tripping me out about the Amish is how they have those, uh, uh, carts with the horses, you know, but I don't know if the city has regulated them to put the little turn signals and shit on their, uh, cars on their little buggies, but they got brake lights on them bitches and turn signals. So when I was in Ohio working before, we'd drive by those fools sometimes and they got their shit on. I'm like, hey, man, you're not supposed to be having electricity and shit. It's either one or the other. You can't jump on board putting lights all over your shit, trying to pimp out your cart. Keep it old school, man. But they are self-sufficient as hell. When all this shit was going down, they're just like, dude, don't bring that shit to me. Leave us alone. Anthony McQuaid says, with the tracks only 200 yards away from my home, do you think that would have affected me? Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, if it's not a psyop like they try to say. Let me move myself up so y'all can see my pretty mug here. Bam. I'm not hiding behind your comments. Um. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's close. that's close proximity for sure. For sure. That your ass would be evacuated out of there because I think they said within five miles you had to evacuate. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, they do regulate them. I used to live in PA and, and cars hit a couple of them. Yeah, that's wrong for cars to be hitting on them and shit. And I know people get frustrated, like get out of the way and all that shit, but dude, them dudes live a life a minimalistic lifestyle. They're self-sufficient. They don't ask nobody for nothing. They don't bother nobody. So people need to leave them alone. You get dumbasses that never built a damn thing in their life trying to run them off the road like some kind of idiots. Like, what the hell, man? Weren't told what really happened. And we do know that's 100% true now, unfortunately. Absolutely. And my question is, you know, uh, would you be willing to drink the water? And I think as long as that answer is no, that there are questions that still need to be answered. Emily Wright, thank you so much for your time. We certainly wish you and your family the very best, and we will check back in with you. Um, can I can I have 10 more seconds? Sure. I just want to say we're having a public meeting on February 23rd at 6 p.m. in East Palestine. It's at 25 Studio. You can look on our Facebook. We are going to be doing, a, um, we're going to have lawyers there. They're not asking you to be in a class action lawsuit. They're not asking you for money. It's free, just legal counsel for you if you want to talk to someone that's in a, you know, has an environmental background. Mm -hmm. We're going to have doctors from the University of Pittsburgh and University of Kentucky 
Kentucky. And this is February be 23rd? Doing, yes. Right. Long, we'll long term, one second, long term soil testing and water <laughs> testing. She said, right, one second, bitch, I'm talking. I know you're the host of this show and all that. Listen to me one second, bitch. I'm trying to tell you something important. We're going to have doctors from the University of Pittsburgh and University of Kentucky. And this is February going to be 23rd? Doing, yes. Right. Long, we'll, we'll ter long term, one second, long term <laughs> soil testing and right. water testing. All right. We've so got if to they go want to come, but February that's good. 23rd, we'll make sure. Yep. We'll make sure yep. to get Thank that you. information out. Thank you. She used to be blonde. Which one used to be blonde? This young lady right here on the screen used to be blonde. I don't believe you. Or the other one. This one here. Or the other one here. She looks like she's a natural brunette. She got that melanin in her skin. How you doing? How the hell are you doing? Yeah, so I wrote that down uh, February the 23rd. They're going to have a conference on that shit. I wonder how much media is actually going to cover that. And and like I said before, people were saying that they were trying to hide it, but, I mean, there are news reports about it. They ain't helping nobody, that's for sure. Oh, the other one because of the train crash? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she was, uh, she was blonde before the train crash. Is that what you're trying to say? colored that shit black I got you now I'm on I'm on board ha ha now we're on board now we're going down the right track yeah so here goes uh, the Biden administration turns down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after toxic derailment FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine, or is it DeWine, that Ohio is not eligible for assistance, Governor's office says. Huh? How are they not available for assistance? Eligible, I'm sorry. Maybe Petey Booty will tell us. Tell us what you got, well, Petey Booty. Uh, look, rail safety is something that, uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horror <laughs> dude clearly more needs to be done I love his commentary right next to these photos of this uh, and video of this fucking tragic shit happening over here the Juan he got that box at the Juan horrible situation has gotten a particularly high amount of attention there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. I look yeah, see, uh, I was checking out earlier, and uh, Owen Benjamin was saying also that it was 1,700 train derailments in the United States every year. And he also said, though, that that accounted for, like, small derailments, like you saw that one train going ippity-op down the tracks all fucked up. If that thing kind of fell off its track or whatever, they would count that as a derailment. Technically, they're right. Not a fucking total derailment like what that movie was made about in that same town. Unrelated news. Let's move on. Rail safety is something that, uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha has gotten... 
Yeah, I just did talk about that right before you jumped in, Wolverine. Uh, he says, sorry if you guys already talked about it, but another one in Michigan. Yeah, I think it was Van Buren, Michigan, if I'm not uh, correct on that. Let me know. I, we just did that a minute ago. Not a whole lot of uh, information on that one just yet, but we're going to look into it. A particularly high amount of attention. There are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Uh, look, rail safety is something that... Uh, uh, yeah, so 1,000 uh, per year, but if they're saying there's nothing wrong with this water, watch this shit. Wow. Look at all that. Look at it. It's all in the bottom of the creek bed. In the creek. Didn't Creepy Joe blame the derailment on Trump? Um, he says was supposed to give a statement today. Did you watch that, cat? I had to work. I'd missed that whole thing. I need to go back and pull that whole video so I can clown on it. That shit's purple as hell, though. Purple rain. Purple rain. Look at that shit. Get you a glass of that shit. Nobody's drinking creek, creek water anyway, so... <laughs> That's woke water. That's that rainbow water. Get you a drink. But they burned all the chemicals off of there, right? That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> they burned all the chemicals off. off. I mean, you gotta think that if there's turtle and shit down in there, them fuckers are dead, man. Crazy as hell. So, um, I guess we're going to find out more about that later. What I did find, uh, something else that was peculiar, though, too. Check that shit out. Let me get back to it right quick. Screws me. One second while I get back to this story. Come on. Okay, here we go. East Palestine. What are the odds that East Palestine, Ohio, one of the cities that partnered with the MIID medical bands back in October 2022. A small town to make a big impact. Yeah, East Palestine's excited to make an important medical device available to all 4,700 residents. I told you about it in October, and Sunday there's a special meeting to share more or start signing up. The MyID program is ready to roll out in East Palestine. It's a medical information system which helps first responders provide care. And it gives us that rapid information that we may need should somebody be unresponsive or having some kind of medical emergency. MyID provides wearable devices or key fobs which have QR codes. 
Emergency responders use a camera phone to access important medical information. It shows them the underlying medical conditions you've supplied about allergies, medications, even emergency contacts. That information could impact treatment decisions if a person can't say it. All of the information is HIPAA compliant. My ID is available in East Palestine in Unity Township. The fire department will demonstrate it to other departments which provide backup. My ID can be used anywhere. Sunday, residents can learn more during a special meeting at the East Palestine. The hell is this? I got all these different types of ID, the way that you can have it on your person and whatnot. Community Center. We want to bring people in to get um, signed up to pick their device that they want um, and just so we can see what, how, who all is interested in it. People who are ready can sign up and pick their device. It's free. The village has five. It's free. <laughs> first one's always free. $1,000 in donations to cover the first phase of 250 devices. Anybody that's skeptical, please come on down, sit down, talk to us. We'll be happy to show you everything that goes on with it. We'll be happy to show you how secure it is. Now, people who sign up Sunday could get their devices within a couple weeks, and that's when my ID will go live. Any phone camera can open it. Is that wild or what? So they're a part of some kind of controlled experiment? What the hell's going on over there? Small town for them to be breaking out some new technology type shit there. Seem weird to me. Anyway. Uh, Anthony says uh, nothing will produce in time, and yet they would die as well. Yeah, it's all fucked up. The whole system of life is over for that area. Yep, it's definitely going to destroy the ecosystem. Definitely. But you ain't supposed to say nothing about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not a damn thing. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Here goes oh, uh Y'all see Nikki Haley's in the in the news now. She's wanting to try to run for president. What do y'all think about that? I'm gonna do a poll right quick. Who would you vote for president? Who would you vote for president? Oh, Nikki Haley, ragged ass. Or your man Trump. Or we'll put DeSantis S up there too. What's up, alien spaceship? How you doing, sir? Boom, there's a poll for you guys. 
work that poll for me right quick. Who would you vote for president? Nikki Haley, Donald Trump, DeSantis, or other, the, the other mysterious that might come out. Tits Romney? You talking about mittens? You talking about little mittens Romney? Let's see what uh, Nikki Haley's got to say about it. We can make this vision. I'm more confident than ever. That we- Hold up, Nikki Haley. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, so she's going to use the race card throughout her entire campaign. Undoubtedly. We can make this vision real in our time because that's what I've seen my entire life. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, <laughs> I saw the promise of America unfold before me. As the proud wife of a combat veteran, I saw our people's deep... Using the military right there, the wife of a combat vet. Love of... I'm more confident than ever that we can make this vision real in our time because that's what I've seen my entire life. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, I saw the promise of America unfold before me. As the proud wife of a combat veteran, I saw our people's deep love of... I'm more confident than ever. She's more confident than ever. I bet you are, you little hussy. Yes, he says, I think Trump got ripped, deserves another chance. I just don't like the rhinos he puts around himself. He needs to get better. Yeah, dude, you saw that one video where he was endorsing Lindsey Graham's bitch ass. I'm like, come on, dude. If you want me to get on your team, you got to ditch these losers. But then the people in the comments, I guess they had good points. You know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. But I don't want them nowhere near me. Your enemies, you get the hell up out of my place. I don't I don't need to have you close to me to know that you're a piece of trash. Keep on out of here. This um. Sony said, I hate the black and brown terminology. Yep, they're going to use that race card till it's not valid anymore. You know how your, your strip, your little magnetic strip don't work no more? Or the numbers are off that bitch, you can't even read what it says? Race card is about to be expired. Nobody cares about that bullshit no more. And then Sebastian Gorka's got a video of it right here. Y'all remember this? He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. She would say, I would not run if President Trump runs. He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. He still has a lot of pop- So no matter what you think about her, she's a liar straight off the bat right now. Whoremonger. Yeah, probably. As he says, I'm a brown man on a green land with a blue skyline. But hey, I'm colorblind. <laughs> uh... It's good to monitor what they're doing. Yeah, keep. I mean, yeah, keep them close to you, I guess. Is that what you mean? I mean, we know what they're doing. He tells everybody all the time, I love Ukraine. Over there with John McCain. Had his little sign. He has a little war sign over I ain't, I ain't loving Ukraine. Dancing like a freaking moron. Like, come on, dude. 
And I've seen him dog Trump up several times. Like, he's your dude. You know what I mean? He was, I don't know what he's talking about, man. They always talk out the side of their face. So played out. It's so stupid with the race stuff. It's beyond stupid. So beyond that it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, did Pence say he's running? I don't remember. Um, did Pence say he was running? I think he was just trying to push that book tour. From what I heard, he had a book out. Already had a book out. You want to write a book and then you want to sell a book. So, I don't know. She's a liar straight away, no matter what you think about her. Let's see what these children had to say. Benny Johnson had a good video. Saying if you vote for Donald Trump and not me, you're not black. And you ain't black. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. That ain't right. Joe Biden's also cloned. <laughs> Joe Biden, do you think is back there? Number five. <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? It's Benny. This was a funny report. Benny went down to the College of Tampa and uh, to see what they thought about Trump and see what they thought about Biden and. It might surprise some people, but these kids are based as fuck down here. He asked them a bunch of questions. We'll watch a little bit. Oh, I got his music going. I can't put your music on there, sir. Give me one second. Oh, yeah, I want to make sure I ain't getting this music in here. That is good for this country. He still got the music in there. Basically, all these young ladies are all endorsing Trump. They're asking what they think about Biden. Minnesota! Minnesota! <laughs> He's asking them what their favorite Biden quote is. This shit's hilarious. <laughs> this shit is actually hilarious. Trump popular in Mexico? Oh, fucking hell. Come on, man. I remember his quote saying, if you... And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. What? <laughs> and he smells their hair. The Minnesota one. Minnesota! Minnesota! <laughs> uh, dude, who was... uh? Oh, oh, that was old Howard Dean. We're going to Tennessee. We're going to Kentucky. We're going to Minnesota. Yeah! Like, he was doing good. Like, he had that whole crowd fired the fuck up. He was going up and up and up. Tick, 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 tick. And then he was like, yeah! And they go, oh, shit, boom. Train derailment. <laughs> Train derailment. Like, oh, hell, we thought she was good. <laughs> you just crazy as hell. I remember his quote saying, if you vote for Donald Trump and not me, you're not black. And if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. How the hell are you going to tell me I'm not black? <laughs> How the hell are you going to tell me I ain't black? Howard Dean. Yeah, yeah, that was Howard Dean. 
Yeah, he's an idiot. How the heck did he become president? Unbelievable. Most legitimate president ever. I'm pretty sure I'm black. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wake up black every damn morning. Come on, man. Come on, man. I like that you said 120 million people died of COVID. Unnecessarily, now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. I just think like <laughs> kind of like, I mean, tops at all. Bruh. <laughs> they all clown on his ass. It's fucking funny. And then they all got the Let's Go Brandon shirts on. Everybody's got the Trump flag. They were talking about if you go around town, you know, the campus, they got Trump flags. They got it on their door. It all says F, you, F Biden and all that shit. So there's hope for the future. These kids got it on, uh, got it on lockdown. So. Yeah, he definitely is. He's one of those preverbs. One of those preverts. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you're liking this madness. If you're liking this madness, look what uh, they decided to drop Matt Gates charges or his investigation. Sorry, not even charges. DOJ chooses not to charge Matt Gates in the sex trafficking investigation. They were so sure, though. Where they go? Don't you care about victims? They had a whole thing about sex trafficking the other day. Don't they don't care about victims? I'm asking you. You tell me. Let's read this article. Whoop. The DOJ chooses not to charge Matt Gates in the sex trafficking investigation. Look at that hair, but he got some some nice hair. Justice Department DOJ has formally decided not to charge Rep. Matt Gates in a sex trafficking investigation. Department of Justice has confirmed to Congressman Gates' attorneys that their investigation has concluded and that he will not be charged on any crimes. Yay! Yeah! Fuck you, you sons of bitches. CNN first reported that DOJ officials informed witnesses of the decision by DOJ leadership. The Daily Wire reached out to the DOJ for comment. Investigators are reportedly looking into whether Gates had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl, participated in sex trafficking, and obstructed justice in the ensuing probe. I love how they throw all three of those things that he was not found guilty on and had no reason for them to further their investigation. He got the five head. Yeah, they call it. They call him Rapey McForehead on the uh, on the other side over there. They call him Rapey McForehead. An alleged trip to the Bahamas in 2018 was of particular interest, according to the CBS News. Totally reliable source of information. Gates 40 has long denied any wrongdoing. The congressman said that he never paid for that booty. 
Dude, they give it up, homie. Well, I ain't got to pay for that, man. That's what you talking about. He also asserted that he never had sex with a minor, claiming that he only had sex with a 17-year-old when he was 17, per the Washington Post, another reliable source. Investigation into Gates began in 2020, and leaks about it emerged in the press the following year, around the same time the congressman said his family had been targeted by a $25 million extortion scheme. God dang. Probe. Hi. Get your mind out of the gutter, woman. They were probing and didn't find what they were looking for. A judge later sentenced Florida businessman Stephen Alford to about five years in prison for a plot to defraud Gates's father. Dang. Your ass got sent to jail <laughs> for five years. Peace out, homie. Let's see if I got a picture of this convict. No, they just show his face. Why don't they show the perpetrator? Some dude tried to scam him out of $25 million and got five, million, five years in jail. You don't want to put his picture up there? All right. Anthony says, if you have a chance, could you look up Tulsi Gabbard first meeting speech? Sure. Oh, the first hearing speech. Which what hearing was she talk what were you talking about? Give me some details. In the federal sex trafficking case, prosecutors reportedly recommended against charging Gates back in the fall because two key witnesses had questionable credibility. So even the prosecutors recommended against charging him. So what the, you're the prosecutors, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, you're the prosecutors. Just say, we don't want to do it no more. We don't find no evidence of it. We're tired of it. I want to go home. I want to go home. One of the witnesses was a female with whom Gates had was allegedly involved when she was 17. Joel Greenberg, a former tax collector in Seminole County, Florida, and a friend of Gates was identified as the second witness. Greenberg pleaded guilty to charges of... Oh. Greenberg pleaded guilty... Greenberg pled guilty to charges of underage, underage sex trafficking, wire fraud, stalking, identity theft, producing a fake ID card, and conspiring to defraud the U.S. government. A Florida judge sentenced Greenberg to 11 years in prison last December after Greenberg cooperated with the Justice Department's investigation. Wow. So Greenberg. Let me go back up here. Doop, 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 doop. So Stephen Alford was involved and Joel Greenberg was involved, a former, a former tax collector. 
and a friend of his. So Greenberg was a guilty. I guess they're trying to say he was guilty by association because this dude pleaded guilty, pled guilty. As he says, Biden is one of those that needs to be investigated for sniffing all those little kids. And totally normal. What do you mean? Every president's done that. Uh, every great president's done that. You better watch your mouth. He thinks he's going to turn state's evidence. He's going to be turning over and getting that booty poked on if he, as soon as he gets up in there. About to get his booty jigged up in there if he don't watch it, so. Yeah, so uh, if you pleaded guilty to some uh, crimes with a child, you're going all the way under the jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Listen to Kennedy getting these mofos. Faced with a policy where China does something that's not in its best interest, but it does it because it's in the global best interest. Do you think President Xi would do that? I think that President Xi understands that we have to work together to address this global problem. Yes, I do. And it will be in the best interest of China to work with the United States to address this problem. So you think problem. the answer is yes? I think the answer is that it's in China's best interest to work with the rest of the world to address this problem, as it is in the United States' you, best interest believe, to work with the rest of the world to believe, address this problem, do you to believe, create harmonized incentives to reduce Do you believe the in the tooth fairy? No, sir. Do you believe in the Easter bunny? <laughs> no, sir. Do you believe that Jimmy Hoffa died of natural causes? No, sir. Okay. Faced with a policy where China does something that's not in its best interest. <laughs> He's so funny. He always tells it like it is. I mean, he breaks his foot off in their ass all the time. Give me one second here. I'm going to pull that up for you, Anthony. One second, guys. Anthony, is this it right here? Justin Tulsi Gabbard calls out Hillary Clinton and Mitt Romney for baseless smear. Or was it a Twitter situation? Give me some feedback, Anthony. Let me know. Is this the one here when Jordan's talking about it? Tulsi Gabbard makes case for how government agencies are weaponized against us. The second choice, okay. I got you, sir.
freedom of thought, there can be no such thing as wisdom and no such thing as public liberty without freedom of speech. I love our country and I cherish our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in the Constitution. Like every one of you, I took an oath, both as a soldier and as a member of Congress, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, I've had the privilege of serving alongside many of you in Congress for eight years, representing the people of Hawaii's 2nd Congressional District, serving on the Armed Services and Foreign Affairs Committees. I'm honored to be able to continue to serve as a Lieutenant Colonel in the U.S. Army Reserves now for almost 20 years where during that time I deployed to three war zones and participated in multiple overseas training exercises where I had the opportunity to see firsthand. Sidebar right here, I have to stop it anyway. What's up with her rogue hairdo right here? Like she's got that X-Men rogue little one bleach spot in there. Is this supposed to be a natural thing? Is this her uh, fashionista sense coming out? Let me know what life is like in countries where there is no First Amendment, where there is no free press, where government deems itself to be the moral arbiter to its people, dictating to them what is right and wrong, what can and cannot be said, who can speak, who cannot, who is free to worship, and who is not. Now, our founders understood the importance of enshrining our God-given freedoms in the Constitution and Bill of Rights to ensure that no matter which party or person may be in power at any given time, our founding documents serve as a reminder of these freedoms that are guaranteed to every American. Thomas Paine said, he that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from opposition. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach to himself. We cannot be so short-sighted as to thinking silencing speech that we don't like today will not result in our own voices being silenced tomorrow. The work that you've all been charged with in this committee affects... This is why I tell the moderators to be cool with the people that, are, that comment on the videos and shit because if we don't let them talk, eventually they're going to stop us from talking too and we don't like that shit just because they have a different opinion than us. Of course, their opinion is totally stupid and unwarranted, but that's beside the point all Americans, and it is too important to allow it to fall victim to partisan politics. No matter how deep your differences, we must all agree to stand on the side of liberty. Unfortunately, right now we live in a country where many Americans are afraid to speak freely, afraid to express themselves, afraid to actually have real open dialogue and debate, afraid of losing their job, being canceled, or being accused of a crime which could happen if recently introduced legislation criminalizing so-called hate speech is passed into law. Speech that, no matter how abhorrent, is still protected under the First Amendment. Now this fear and this culture of fear and self-censorship is not unfounded. We have individuals in our government often working through their arms in the mainstream media and big tech doing exactly what our founders rejected. Trying to control what we the people are allowed to see and to see and say, I have to stop it because I don't want to get my ding ding pink popped on. It's her paper the pew. 
Tony says, I want to hear their opinions and ask them any questions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thursday night, date night for the Boomhowers. Do it up, homie. Say, under the guise of protecting us from so-called misinformation or disinformation. Now, of course, they appoint themselves as the sole authority and voice of truth, of information, backed by the most lethal force on earth with the power to target anyone they deem a threat. They alone are the ones, self-designated, who get to decide what is true and what is false, what is information and what is misinformation or disinformation. They say they're doing this for us, that they're doing this for our own good, to protect the people. But in reality, the truth is they think that we're too... What's up with these two soldiers back here? Representing these people don't have it, these people don't have it, she don't have it. Whatever, man. What's up, Boomhauer? How you doing, sir? Too stupid to think for... Give me a break. Make sure you can uh, stream health. Poor. Better get the fuck out of here. Let me stop that so I don't get more. Yeah, thank you. Ourselves. Too stupid to discern for ourselves and to draw our own conclusions. Now, the idea that we must just blindly accept whatever the government or those in power tell us is true goes against the very essence of our Constitution and Bill of Rights which were created as a resounding rejection of the reign of kings, churches, and authorities. They tell us we must blindly trust them or face the consequences, even though our government has a long history of lying to us, the American people. Just to cite a few examples, we were lied to about the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, which spurred the war that I and so many others served. She's not going to talk about that shot on here, is she? Served in ...and so many others sacrificed their lives in. They lied for almost two decades, claiming success in Afghanistan, when in fact we saw failure after failure after failure coming at a great cost to this country. We saw lies about Vietnam that were revealed in the release of the Pentagon Papers. We saw lies about our own government illegally surveilling Americans. These are just a few examples. There are many more. Ranking Member Plaskett talked in her opening comments about how individuals in the FBI also throughout our country's history have abused their power, weaponizing those agencies to advance their own political interests. This is not and cannot be reduced to a partisan fight. The stakes are too high. We all must recognize our own responsibility to stand against such abuses. But as we sit here today, the danger is that if we choose to reject or challenge whatever those in power declare is the so-called truth, we are accused of being anti-authority. We are accused of being a danger to society, accused of spreading misinformation, and are then targeted, smeared, and called things like Russian asset, white supremacist, bigot, racist, sexist, extremist, traitor, and so on. Deplorables. <laughs> More dangerous than any baseless smear, our own government institutions, which exist to serve the people, they are being weaponized against us. 
The Department of Homeland Security declared a heightened domestic terrorism threat due to three factors. The first of which is, quote, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions, end of quote. They are the ones who get to decide what those false or misleading narratives are. Former CIA Director John Brennan said in 2021 that, quote, members of the Biden team are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas. An unholy alliance frequently of religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, nativists, and even libertarians, end of quote. Attorney General Garland charged his newly created domestic terrorism unit with targeting those who hold, quote, anti-authority views. That included parents who dared to protest at Board of Education meetings, concerned and standing up for the right for themselves to have a say in their children's education. What's up, Noel? A draft copy of the Department of Homeland. What's up, Noel? Why am I always late? Hey, man, being on time is racist. Security Quadrennial Homeland Security Review outlined their intent to target, quote unquote, inaccurate information on a whole host of topics to include the origins of COVID, vaccines. Oh, US boy. Trying to get me in trouble now. Withdrawal from Afghanistan and U.S. support to Ukraine. Their misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation team exists to, quote, counter all types of disinformation. Once again, they get to determine what this disinformation is. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg revealed on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast recently that Facebook limited the exposure of the New York Post Hunter Biden laptop story just weeks ahead of the 2020 election, only after talking with the FBI. Twitter took similar action, but they recently apologized for doing so, recognizing that their decision was wrong. The cozy relationship between the White House officials, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, and big tech is now well documented and results in private companies not restricted by the First Amendment yeah, doing I hate that the dirty censorship word work of those in government who are not legally allowed to do so themselves. The threat big tech monopolies pose to our democracy is real and serious. I've had personal experience with this. After the first Democratic primary presidential debate in 2019, I was the most searched candidate of the night. Unfortunately, <laughs> suddenly, my the most searched candidate of the night was mysteriously suspended without any notice or explanation. There were no responses to our multiple attempts to resolve whatever problem. Yeah, I'm not going to play that whole thing, dude, because she's talking some different things in there. Is there a particular section you wanted us to listen to because she talks all kind of shit in there? And listen to her for 15 minutes, talk about the shit we already know about. We already know about these things, woman. It makes me wonder why they even go up there and say these things in front of them. Because, I mean, you you already know. You're you're doing it to us. You're part of it. You, you know exactly what's going on. Seems weird to me. Dropping them truth bombs. 
explosions everywhere. Sonia gave me a link. Let me throw it up in here. No, ma'am. You're going to have to uh, give me that link a different way, Sonia, or check your link because it just gave me the YouTube studio link there, madam. No, it's all just a soldier's point of view with a lot of truth bombs. Hey, man. Yeah, I'll have to watch it later, or we can watch it on Rumble, because you know how it is over here. Unless you have a video of a bouncing red ball on your page, they'll, they'll strike your shit. Oh, speaking of which, man, I got something for that ass. Let me show y'all something. She's telling the truth what took her so long. And all these politicians are involved with it, dude. I know she's a former soldier and all that shit, but... Woo. Where where does she represent, anyway? I know she's a politician, but I don't know where she's... uh, is she like New Mexico or some shit? Tell me. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I wanted to. Before I forgot about the Nikki Haley shit while we're on these politicians still. This is her uh, Ask a Woman Leadership Lessons from Ambassador Nikki Haley. She's got an in person virtual event. November 14th. It says two brown, two female, two conservative. For decades, Nikki Haley heard all the reasons why the daughter of Sikh immigrants raised in Bamberg, South Carolina, population 3240, could not. She did anyway. Ousting the longest serving legislator in the South Carolina State House to serve in the state's House of Representatives, becoming the first female governor of South Carolina and the youngest governor in the country, facing down half the world as a U.S. ambassador to the United Nations and writing a book that became a New York Times bestseller. You can see the date there, Monday, November 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern, $18. We'll get you a copy of a book. $10 is for the event only. So $8 for her raggedy-ass book. It's an in-person and virtual event. Let's read this right here. COVID-19 policy. Proof of the COVID-19 vaccination along with valid photo ID identification. Identification <laughs> required for entry. Masks are no longer required, but are available for those who request. 
There's your future president right there. Future president. Show up and get your medal. Show up and get your medal. And blow my damn head off. Sorry about that. I try to blow my damn head off. RIP head headphone users here in just one second. Boom. So show up and get your medal for playing your part. Everybody right here is on the list. Get on the list. Get on the list. Here's your people right here on the flight log. Get over here on this screen. Yeah, of course they don't want me to see that. You get the fucking point. You get the point. Yeah, she was requiring that. What do you think about that? Are you going to try Twitter? Oh, okay. Oh, I got it in my box right now. Let me grab it. Let me grab your box right quick. <laughs> Just the title of this video is funny as hell. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Aloha. I'm Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. As a veteran of two Middle East deployments. I love how she uses the aloha right off the bat. She don't have the white streak right here. Is she trying to be super professional or is this way before the white streak happened? Before her from flamboyant side came out? Yeah, I heard that uh, Federman checked herself in for depression. Yeah, from what I heard, uh, you know who Laura Loomer is? She got banned on everything, too. Um, so I would tend to believe her point. Anybody that's gotten banned off some shit, you can probably guess that they were telling some kind of truth. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't know. But um, she said that Fetterman's wife could be put in there if he got sick or he died. And that was the whole plan the whole time to push his raggedy ass in there, knowing that he probably wouldn't even going to make it all the way through. This is the part you can't stand. We had to listen to yours. You're going to have to listen to ours now. I know firsthand the cost of war. I know how important it is that our Commander-in-Chief has the sound judgment required to know when to use America's military power and when not to use that power. Hold up. I can't help myself. I need to do it. Just give me one second to pull this up. I'm going to have to share this while I'm doing it. I hate to do it. But guess what? Gonna do it anyway. 
Hold on, god dang it. I'm going to let her play while I'm doing this. As a vice chair of the DNC, I'm required to stay neutral in Democratic primaries, but I cannot remain neutral any longer. The stakes are just too high. That's why today I'm endorsing Senator Bernie Sanders to be our next president and commander-in-chief <laughs> of the United States. We need a commander-in-chief who has foresight, who exercises good judgment, and who understands the need for a robust foreign policy which defends the safety... Oh, this was six years ago. I was about to say, is this recent? Kat says, did I see where Biden is fit to run for to president in 2024? Yeah, I got that coming up. Thank you. I got all the facts. You guys got all the facts too. I appreciate it. Yeah, so from what I hear, Fetterman's wife is eligible. But Tulsi likes Bernie. Boiny, boiny, boiny. Security of the American people and who will not waste precious lives and money on interventionist wars of regime change. Such counterproductive wars undermine our national security and economic prosperity. As these elections continue across the country, the American people are faced with a very clear choice. We can elect a president who will lead us into more interventionist wars of regime change, or we can elect a president who will usher in a new era of peace and prosperity. It's with this clear choice in mind that I'm resigning as vice chair of the We're DNC so that I can strongly support Bernie Sanders as the Democratic nominee for president of the United States. And now I ask you, stand with me and support Bernie Sanders. I have to go back and play this. Two Middle East deployments. I know firsthand the cost of war. I know how important it is that our Commander-in-Chief has the sound judgment required to know when to use America's military power and when not to use that power. Look at this shit. As a Vice Chair of the DNC, I'm required to stay neutral in Democratic primaries, but I cannot remain neutral any longer. The stakes are just too high. That's why today I'm endorsing Senator Bernie Sanders to be our next President and Commander-in-Chief of the United States. We need a commander-in-chief who has foresight, who exercises good judgment, and who understands the need for a robust foreign policy which defends the safety and security of the American people, and who will not waste precious lives and money on interventionist wars of regime change. Such counterproductive wars undermine our national security and economic prosperity. You understand what's happening here? They're telling, she's telling you she does not support using our military for regime, regime change. And she understands the cost of war. What's this number right here? Boom. What is this number right here? I know this is a long time ago, but it's very ironic that she's talking about government spending and using the military for non-essential reasons 
when we got non-essential reasons happening right here. You understand me? What is this? What is this? What in the is this? You understand me? Is this real life? What the? What's going on around here? Y'all got me. Hell no. Hell no. You got me. Fucked up. Up. Got me fucked up. These people lost their damn mind. Lost your damn mind. But it's fine. Don't even worry about it, honestly. Don't even worry about it, honestly. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Don't even worry about it. Give me one second here. Dang, we got breaking news over here. Good alert. Man, we're going to have an exciting time on the rubber channel. I can tell you that right now. I got so many stories over there I can't even show y'all. It's graphic in nature. Making a video tonight. Did some homework. It's 67.1 billion for defense, 113 billion altogether. Hell no, as a couple of weeks ago. Seems logical to me, man. All I know is your boy's got it covered. Your man has got it covered. Right there, look at your boy. Bam. With this photo op right here. They got the American flag right there. Got one right there. Got the trucks all, equipment all spaced out just right. Made in America. Now... All my graphic designers out there, let me look at this up close. This shit's photoshopped in there, y'all. This shit looks photoshopped in there to me. Like they did an overlay of Made in America on that dirt. Or did somebody go out there and get some plastic or paper, big letters, and just lay them in that dirt? That shit looks photoshopped to me. How straight those flags are. That shit's straight as an arrow. How straight that shit is. Clean and crisp too. It's not all dirty like the rest of this shit. Just an observation. 
Yeah, it looks like Photoshop, don't it? Looking like the Photoshop. Like some horse shit to me. Is that what doo-doo looks like? Listen to your boy live. Listening to the Ukrainians saying they don't have enough ammo. And even our Defense Department is saying we might have to figure out a way to get more funding so that we have enough ammo for ourselves and to give to allies like Ukraine. What is Biden's responsibility in trying to make sure that people in America whose support for Ukraine is softening will want to continue to try to help them? Well, I'm going to try to help explain to the American people that defeating the Russians in Ukraine is the single most important event going on in the world right now. It will save us an enormous amount of money down the road if the Ukrainians can succeed. They're not asking for any of our personnel. They're asking us for financial help. The Europeans are stepping up. They've done an awful lot that seems not to be recognized. For example, handling enormous numbers of refugees. In terms of the cost of it, Dana, it's about 0.02% of our gross domestic product. We are also monitoring very carefully the money that's being spent. There should be a bipartisan support for this. That tie is fly, though. Did y'all see that tie? Can't show this. Get this on the screen. Let me come back. Let me come back. Let me come back. Boom. That's for the next show. I can't show that in here. And get back to old Beachy Mitch McConnell. Oh my God. Yeah, so he's a liar. He's always telling shit about Ukraine constantly. But that ties fly, though. Say what you will about Mr. McConnell, but that ties fly, son. Look like a striped pimp in that shit. We might have to figure out a way to get more funding so that we have enough ammo for ourselves and to give to allies like Crank. Going on in the world right now. It will save us an enormous amount of money down the road if the Ukrainians can succeed. They're not asking for any of our personnel. They're asking us for financial help. The Europeans are stepping up. They've done an awful lot that seems not to be recognized. For example, handling enormous numbers of refugees. In terms of the cost of it, Dana, it's about 0.02% of our gross domestic product. 0.02%. Okay. We are also monitoring very carefully the money that's being spent. There should be a bipartisan support for this. My biggest criticism of the president is he seems not to have done enough soon enough. Had he moved more rapidly, we might have been able to help the Ukrainians have even more success than they've moved more rapidly to support for this. My biggest criticism of the president is he seems not to have done enough soon enough. Uh-huh. Talking shit about your boy, you better watch it. Had he moved more rapidly, we might have been able to help the Ukrainians have even more success than they've already had. But yeah, you noticed that too, Devin. Several of those uh, idiots in there were uh, wearing those Ukrainian colors. And the damn uh, 
abortion pins and shit with the hearts on them. And this shit was twisted as hell. No matter where you fall on that issue, that's just weird, man. Bunch of freaking weirdos. Yeah, I hate this dude too. All these rhinos in here kill me. That's why I don't like Lindsey Graham's bitch ass either. He's another Mitch McConnell. Seems like these weapon systems tend to get there a little too late uh, on on every occasion. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look what's happening right now. Like the cameraman is standing outside of this dude's perimeter. He is either engaged in battle or doing something. And the cameraman is standing here. This is what's being shown through his viewfinder. He's standing out in the snow just videotaping this guy. I don't know. I just noticed how things are filmed. It seems absolutely weird to me. You're in a, a life and death war situation, but you have time to be exposed to take this great film shot. And I'm back. Welcome back. Simpson pimps up in there. Public yeah. opinion is sliding, but I want to reassure the American people that this is enormously important. We need to stay together on a bipartisan basis in our country and defend these people who are bravely fighting uh, for freedom and for democracy in Ukraine. Sir. Freedom and democracy in Ukraine. Okay. Whatever you say, Mitch. You fly tie have a motherfucker. The tie was pimp tie, goddammit. Yeah, so they want you to drive uh, electric vehicles. Look at this guy. This is an electric Ford truck being charged with a generator in the bed of his truck. Seeing this bullshit. I've seen the meme of the Tesla before, but this is the first time I've seen the one with the Ford truck. That's that new lightning bitch, too. Supposedly, they're super fast, but he's on the side of the road getting uh, boosted off. This is the new boosting off in 2023 and beyond. Man, I need you to come boost my truck off for me. All right, what you got? I got one of them EVs. You need to go get me a $700 generator. Boost me off, homeboy. It's fine. Yeah, is that crotch cam? I have no idea, man. People done lost their damn mind. Let's see where my poll's at. Y'all been working that poll? Looks like 100% for Trump right now. Damn, it's a landslide so far. I'm going to keep it going to the end of the broadcast and see who's the winner. Because your boy DeSantis is getting endorsed by none other than Trump has turned into a pitiful figure. Trump has turned into a pitiful figure. 
And watch what I was telling y'all before about uh, DeSantis, how he tries to mimic uh, Trump's mannerisms and shit. Somebody did a little side-by-side of this, and I know some of y'all told me about those before. Aliens back. Continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. The music be killing me. Yeah, they're crazy as hell with these electric trucks, man. Stupid. Big Republican donors are abandoning him in droves. Said people are abandoning Trump in droves, so he's trying to endorse uh, the sanctimonious. Sanctis is shrewd, ruthless. Look how they're doing the arms. To be a Republican candidate. He wants them to be a Republican candidate. Oh, my goodness. Stamped, endorsed by Soros. So you heard it yourself right there. Oh, my goodness. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Ronnie Dio. Check this shit out. Regular meltdown of realizing I'm never going to escape capitalism. And I'm just going to be a cog in the machine of productivity for my whole life. God damn it, every time. I hate the way Twitter resets itself every time when I'm trying to do something fun. Little crybaby. I mean, crybaby. Yeah, she a little Karen Jr. Karen Jr. and this motherfucker. Are we going out? I thank you to all my rebels for being here tonight. I definitely appreciate you guys. Guys and girls. Make sure you hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. If you like all this madness I'm bringing to you tonight. Thank you to my moderators. Woo. I just need to move that overlay away. Get out of here. Well, fuck you. There you go. Thank you to my moderators, Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zato Weechie's Cane Sword. What the hell is Zato at anyway? And the lovely Miss Sonia Scrapbook. Best damn co-host on the internet. And remember, you guys can call in at any time during the broadcast. I got them phone lines open for y'all if you want to discuss any of these disgusting sons of bitches out here. All kind of ragging. All kind of raggedness going on in here. But you guys can call in. 
make yourself famous if you want to. That's the phone number, 615-348-5482. want to run that on the top of the screen while I'm doing stuff. Remember, you can get that Rebel gear available now at rebelwithoutareason.com if you want a funny shirt. Hey, hey, what's happening? Don't hang on. There we go. Okay. Uh, I had a couple of things, but I only remember one of them because, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was just thinking about uh, we have friends who are um, illegal. You know, I thought I was a bigot because that's what they kept telling me. Like, you know, the news always calls me, you know, I'm a bigot and that we're all bigots and we all suck or whatever. <laughs> you know, the the fact that these people are not legally here, it does not it, it doesn't stop me from loving them. Right. It doesn't stop us from loving them. Uh I would love to see something, you know, that they, something work out for them. They have a, a daughter who was born here. Uh, she helps us out. They help us out. And, you know, we help them out. And, uh, but, so this, one of these individuals got rear-ended by somebody. And, you know, when they don't have the proper identification, the person who rear-ended them in this liberal college town decides that they don't have to treat my friend nice because she doesn't have the proper identification to be here. And, you know, and now there's, you know, she's got damage to her car and there's nothing she can do about it. Um, and... I just don't understand how, and it seems to me like the people who uh, claim to be so, t I, I've never, I, I never believed it when I would hear people say that uh, the, the, if you get a, 
if you get a liberal drunk enough, they'll be dropping N words and, and, you know, all kinds of, uh, tropes and slurs. Yeah. And, uh, but that, that makes me believe it. Yeah. Um, so your friend that drove the vehicle that got rear-ended by uh, a legal person, is that correct? The the my friend was the illegal who got who got rear-ended. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm by thinking. Somebody who, you know, probably was born here. At, well, when you hit somebody in the rear, it's your fault. You're following too close. Was the ticket that I got at the time when I did that to somebody? Yeah, you know. Part of it might have been they were afraid because a, a police report maybe would have had to have been filed. Yeah. But, you know, when you do a, an accident claim on your insurance, you don't have to have a police. It's re, it's preferred that you have a police report, but um, but you don't have to have it. Uh, maybe that's different from state to state. I mean, I know uh, when I lived in Illinois, you know, I rear-ended a dude and, and, you know, I was like, no, 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 don't call the police. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not legal. I don't have my paperwork. <laughs> well, there was something that wasn't legal, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I filed uh, an insurance claim and, and the guy's stuff got paid for and it was all good. And um, maybe it's different here where we live now, but. It's just like it, it. So, so this person thinks, well, I can get away with murder, not murder. I. That's a that's a big word. Um, I could get away with some sh stuff mm -hmm. if I, it, it, because this person doesn't want to call the police. This it's like this never even happened. So oh, yeah. they pooped on an illegal person, a person who does not have legal residence here. And, and they're supposed to be the tolerant ones. Yeah. So it was a left-handed dum-dum that hit her or do you know? That I don't know, but judging by the things that I see going on here in this town, um, I, I believe, I, I, I believe that there are very few of us on the right-handed side. Hmm. Well, I mean, she's, uh, she's illegal. I have to pay for insurance. You have to pay for insurance. I don't, I mean, if you're illegal here and you're getting hit by people, you got to kind of expect that if you're flying under the radar, don't expect insurance companies to help you pay for your stuff. Yeah. If they don't want to be into the system to pay taxes and get involved with the whole society, um, what would be their expectation to have that? Well, that's true. That's that's a hundred percent true. It was kind of beside my point, though, because if you rear end somebody, regardless of you know where they came from or where they're supposed to be, mm -hmm. it's your fault, and you take responsibility for that. You don't. So who he, didn't want to call the cops? The person. My guess is that my friend who she didn't is, want to get involved with cops and all that stuff and asking. Well, if he, you if you watched any of the police reports, they wouldn't have done a damn thing to her. 
I've watched a police report of a Miami cop, and he was saying, uh, I can't remember the exact incident that happened, but he was saying, basically, if you brought 11 of them in here right now at this press conference and told me every single one of them were illegal, there's not a damn thing I can do about it. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is, like, I'm so, I'm confused because even though, even though things are so slanted or they seem so slanted towards, um, you know, over tolerance of, of this behavior, the, you know, the behavior of people coming across the border when they shouldn't be. uh, It seems like a lot of times they still don't get the, they don't get the treatment that they, that we think that they do. I mean, I don't know. I, Preferential treatment, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I think they just like to fly under the radar. But, I mean, if you're flying under the radar like that, you really can't expect any preferential treatment, like I said, insurance, stuff like that. But still, if the cops would have got called and they would have said, hey, where's your ID and this and that, they probably would have did their paperwork. If they had any outstanding shit on them, they probably would have took them downtown and let them go that same day. It wouldn't have been no big issue. And probably, most likely, the person that hit her anyway would have to pay for it through her insurance company because she's the one at fault, whether your person was legal or not. Well, she's, yeah, she's the one at fault. She had insurance. She, her, he or she had insurance and could have paid for what happened yeah i don't think they would have gave her any trouble uh, your friend if she would have uh had the police come there and they make a report and then it would be like in the system so to speak you know and if they exchange information and she says hey i don't have no insurance i well i do so i mean the insurance company would end up going after eventually the person the insurance company pays for it and then they pursue that payment back from the individual's insurance company or them directly. Yeah. It might be, it might be a, uh, like a preconceived notion on the part of my friend too. Um, because her husband is particularly, uh, paranoid. Mm. (laughs) And, you know, I think if I were in a place where I wasn't supposed to be, I might be too. So. Yeah. But uh, don't they, I mean, do you know these people personally? It's your friends, I guess. Yeah. So they they must be in tune with how the Biden administration treats illegals. Right. I mean, they, they give them lots of preferential treatment, whether they want to understand it or get on board with those programs or not. I mean, they could go get into the system, so to speak. And get help, you know, say, hey, I'm undocumented. I can't tell you how I got here, but we're here. So now what? Well, get this. Uh, She says she can't she can't speak very good English, very, very well English. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But she says she loves Trump. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) I saw a lot of uh, illegals for Trump signs and shit. I'm like, wow, really? Holy shit. 
Did you see she, the video of uh, Nancy Pelosi? Uh, she was giving her deal, and the DACA kids showed up and said, we're all undocumented. And she's like, calm down, calm down, be quiet. That's enough. You shush now, shush. She was trying to shush them. It was yeah. so funny. It's That's fantastic. But... So when when you hear things like that, when you know what I didn't, I was afraid that she was going to find her MAGA hats and she was going to be mad. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, you know. So I was like, well, I I let's just not go there with all this. So she brought it up. She's like, oh, I can't wait for 2024. I hope Trump gets back in. I'm like, <laughs> what what would what was her motivation for liking Trump though? Did you ask her? Um. You know, I feel like she believes that that uh, if anybody was going to help, that he would. Right. Um, you know, I don't know how other conservatives, like real hardline conservatives, would feel about that. But, you know, I personally, um, do you know Charles Krauthammer? No, the name doesn't sound familiar to me. Well, he was a columnist, um, and he uh, he used to. Do you know Brett Bear? I've heard the name before. Yeah, uh, Brett Bear uh, does special report on Fox News. Um, he's the straight news guy. He's like not supposed to be opinion, although he does hold this big panel um, at the last segment of his show, um, and. Uh, so Charles Krauthammer was on his panel um, as a pundit uh, for many years um, until he died. Um, and then, so there's a great PragerU video with Charles Krauthammer talking about how to solve the illegal immigration crisis. And, uh, you know, it's, he, he says that, you know, the first thing you got to do is you have to stop the bleeding. You have to, you know, you have to close the border. You have to put up a wall or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is you've got all these people here. You have to figure out a humane way to take care of that. I mean, because for some of them, you know, this is home. It's, and it's been home for, you know, 10, 20 <laughs> so it's like how the hell have they avoided the system that long and we have to pay taxes again when they are determined to be legal let's just say he did that said everybody that's here is here but now you owe back taxes for 20 years that you have not been paying into this system because everybody else has been paying in do you think that would be fair Fair, yeah. Possible, no. <laughs> well, if they're part of the deal, say, okay, you pay your back taxes for what you owe for 20 years for being here. We're not going to charge you with entering the country illegally. None of those things. You've been straight the whole time. Either you pay that money or we'll deport you and you start at the line again. Well, there's at the line, the the... I mean, line for legal immigration? Yeah, legal immigration. Well, if you if you force them to get in line, then there shouldn't be a tax. Well, that's what but, I'm saying. Yeah, they can go back and be and get deported, come right back in the gate 
and you're not going to have to deal with any of those issues, but you have to come back through legally, sign up all your paperwork, get all that shit in order. I mean, they're, they're, that's the reason why they don't want to just give amnesty to these people because we have worked hard for just as many years as they've been here. We've been here too. You know, we we're slaves to this damn system. They can't just duck and dodge and you end up with the situation like where your friend was in where you have no protection. I mean, how protected are you really for your insurance company? You're paying uh, out the wazoo for that mess. So it's not like it's free. Well, you know, I, I don't think amnesty across the board is the answer. I mean, it, there are certain people, you know, people who have been here less than so many years or people who have uh, uh, committed crimes, uh, who have records in, well, have records here particularly. Uh, they shouldn't be allowed. But, I mean, I there's got to be, yeah, I, I admit that it's not entirely fair to people who have been here um who who were born here and people who have been waiting in line for so long yeah. um i don't know why there was not an effort to to for my friend to secure her citizenship or uh legal residency but um you know, I don't know. I, I I just think that there should be a humane way to do it. And humane, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, there shouldn't be, they're not people to just spit on. I mean, there's still they're still worthy. Yeah. I mean, who's, who's approaching them like that though? There are people in your town that treat them like that. <laughs> I missed what you said. Your mic went up. Uh, the, the person who rear ended them. Oh yeah. So they were spitting on them and saying you're illegal and da 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 and all this and that. Well, I think just, avoiding filing an insurance claim is, is well, and spitting, I suppose is also a strong word, but I think it's, I, I, I think it's similar to spitting on them. Like, Oh, well, I guess you really don't matter. So I'm not going to let my insurance, um, climb for, to, to fix your car, yeah. you know? Well, what about their own car? I mean, maybe they didn't have insurance themselves and were like, please don't call the cops because I ain't got none. You ain't got none. I'm just going to call you an illegal to get the heat off me. You know what I mean? That could be. People that do that, that type of shit are trash too. So it put, could just be a trash bag individual. Yeah. I mean, because I've been rear-ended before and it's not a fun situation, you know what I mean? But um, accidents are accidents, you know? Well, one thing I can say is that it's not going to ever be solved um, because everybody likes to 
all the politicians like to use it as an issue to run on. So it'll be an issue, you know, for the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember back when Bush was in there and they were talking about immigration. I'm like, damn, y'all are still talking about immigration. And then when uh, Biden was running, here they come again with immigration again. I'm like, dude, y'all haven't figured this shit out yet. And yeah, it wouldn't make any money if they figured it out. Reagan gave amnesty to a bunch of illegals. So, you know, it's it's been a long time issue and it's kind of a it's they like having these issues because it differentiates the two parties and um, it pits them against one another or pits us against one another. And uh, you know, everybody's got the opinions are like assholes, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, you know, we don't have to worry about, you know, whose opinion wins out in this case. But, you know, if we do want it solved, there might have to be some level of compromise. Yeah, I think there'd be a little bit of compromise there because I think the average American would agree with you. They said we don't hold any ill will toward these people as it is. You know what I mean? We just want everything to be fair. Like we have been paying into this tax system for our whole lives. We didn't sign up for this shit. We were born into it. We are born into paying into this shit. As soon as you sign your first uh, W-4, W-9 form, whatever the hell, W-4, uh, 1040, whatever the shit that is, when you're doing your taxes, when you first get your very first job, they don't tell you in that, hey, man, you're going to be paying taxes for the rest of your damn life here. They don't give you a course in it. They don't tell you nothing about it. Automatically, that shit's coming out of your check for the rest of your life. We've been paying for it forever, and people think special treatment because they are dodging and ducking the system. They don't have to get involved in that. And for them just to say, okay, you're legal now. None of that shit matters. Everybody else that is waiting in line, that's either meeting people from across the world, trying to start a new family, trying to meet people that are bringing them in sponsorship-wise, that shit costs tens of thousands of dollars to get them here legally. So they want to do stuff the right way. It's not fair to them or the American people that are already here that's been paying into that system forever just to say, hey, you get in scot-free, no harm, no foul. Either you're going to have to pay a fine, pay taxes, back taxes, and all that stuff. They're going to want to get some money out of it. Oh, there will definitely be. That's That was the point. my point of bringing Crowdhammer up, is that he mentioned a fine. I want to say he mentioned an exam, just like you know somebody who went through the proper channels did. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I just think people want them to be fair. If we had to go through the proper channels, we got to uh, be the law-abiding citizens and whatnot. If you're not a criminal, you're not doing dumb stuff, you can stay. That's fine. You get a family here. That's fine. But you got to be fair and pay your back taxes on shit. Because I know if I didn't pay taxes on something, on back shit, they would hit you plus penalties. And they are no different. If you want to come to America, this is how we do things. Or leave. That's your alternative. You can't be fudging the system and it's just because you've been here for 10 or 20 years and you ducked us so far, now you want to be part of it. I mean, we have to be fair all all the way across the board and there has to be compromises. Well, do you think that they didn't go through the proper channels because they didn't want to pay taxes? 
Well, you have to go through the proper channels, like going to to the border, and either you're going to come in with paperwork or you're going to get in line and say, go back and uh, do your paperwork, you know, file your forms, pay your fines, pay whatever entrance fees and all that bullshit. I don't know exactly how all it works when you're just coming in individual trying to come in. But uh, I know when I went to Canada to go on just on a work visa, they didn't want to let me into the country one time just because of the way I got paid. I'm like, he's how do you get paid? I'm like, what do you mean? I get paid by commission. Oh, well, you can't come and work here then. They passed a new law that said only hourly workers can come there, non-commissioned workers. If you're on commission, you can't come and work there. And I felt like a damn illegal. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to come across just to go to work and they trying to bust my ass. This is crazy. Going into Canada, it was just a whole uh, legal thing to where they uh, passed the law. The corporation that I worked for had to kind of fudge it a little bit with their lawyers to make it seem that's the way everybody was doing it. Full disclosure, I had nothing to do with any of that shit. And <laughs> uh, they, they let me go across the border to go and work, but it was just for a work visa, though, you know. Um, so it depends on how they're coming here. Are they coming here just to work or and p- taking it back home to their families? Are they trying to come here and build a life? Everybody's going to have different stipulations for what their plan is for coming here. And if they want to come here and be a resident, we've been paying into it. You got to get into it and pay into it. Pay them back taxes too. And nobody wants to hear that shit. We're poor. We can't afford shit anyway. Well, hell, we're poor too. Why are we poor? Because we got government programs taking care of motherfuckers that don't want to work for themselves. And I'm not saying that your friends don't work and not at all. They're some of the hardest working people that are out there. And if you ever met any of them in real life, you'll know I'm telling facts. They work hard as the mofo for not a whole lot of money. And that's another problem. People don't want their jobs taken away. Well, you either got to take a pay cut or uh, boost your production because they'll work your ass into the ground. Some of these uh, um, people's depositions I've taken, they they uh, they sweep pine needles into uh, into they 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 make a bale of pine needles like like hay like mm-hmm. hay bale, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they they get paid like five bucks. I bucks a bail mm-hmm. and it's it's unbelievable yeah i mean and people want to say hey they want to take our jobs well dude you don't want to do the jobs that they're doing most likely and americans yeah. are snooty as hell we are so snooty and pampered that we don't want to do a job unless it's going to pay us some buku money how dare you you understand but people that are not brought up in their environment they'll say hell yeah that's a dollar i'll do that shit I'm going to send half of it back to my family and they all do that 16 in a house together, not paying taxes on shit and all that adds up. You know what I mean? So they look out for each other as a community a hell of a lot more than Americans do. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that bothers me about them is like when they're taken, they're getting their deposition taken, you know, because of the language barrier, they can, they can get away with dodging a question. Like (laughs) Uh, Martin Lawrence did a funny skit about that. Actually, one time he was talking about, Oh, I don't know what I do is. I don't know. Like he just hit somebody in a traffic accident 
And the cop's oh. trying to tell him the price of the ticket, and he says, $157? What the fuck is this? Like, his English cleared up just like that when he saw that ticket price. Yep. But, yeah, so they use that language barrier, but you don't have an interpreter when you're dealing with folks like that, or you do? Even with an interpreter, because an interpreter can't say to the the witness, come on, dude. You know, they, mm-hmm. they can't. They have to say, they can only say what the attorney is saying to them and the, they can only tell the attorney what the witness is saying. They can't clarify anything. And then it just, it gets awkward. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's the problem with the attorneys. I mean, I know a couple of attorneys who would take them to task with no problem and mm-hmm. be like, uh, don't play that. Yeah. Don't do that. Cause I know what you're doing and you know, it, it it's not going to work with me. But I mean, I think a lot of maybe a lot of, of the attorneys that I've seen uh, taking the depositions, they're probably just soft, a little soft. Mm, yeah, probably. Are they uh, a lot of bilingual attorneys or do they always uh, depend on an interpreter? Um, well, it has to be an interpreter, uh, uh, an independent interpreter somebody who is not related to um who is not counsel for either of the parties um because it has to be i mean i even have to put the interpreter under oath um that the interpreter will uh interpret the the testimony to um as truthful and honestly into the best of their ability and uh they can't be, they can't be for like, they can't show bias. I was going to ask that. Can you detect that yourself? There's a little bias like, Hey man, I, I, I totally speak your language. We are on another level together unspoken as it is, but we are on another level together. Would there be a little bias there? Do you think? I have not. It, it, the interpreters that I've known, they are, as professional as can be. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, um, and then one of the lawyers that I've worked with, uh, he is, he is bilingual, but he can't interpret the testimony because that would be a conflict of interest. So when he is writing down whatever their statement might be, or you're writing down whatever their statement might, might be, even though you might speak that language, and you hear him say something totally different than what you're about to hear from that interpreter. You still have to write down what that interpreter said. Well, I do. I do. Cause well, I wouldn't know any different. Um, that's, you know, that's my job is to take it down. Um, but if the, if the attorney, if either attorney knows that the interpreter has interpreted improperly, then I would guess that they would have to call that person out. And I'm, I i don't know. I've never seen it before. Okay. Just a question. And you, you would figure to be in some pretty damn serious trouble if you did that, like you said, because you're under oath at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd be charged with perjury, I think. Hmm. That's crazy. Well, I'll give you the last word on that. I definitely appreciate you calling. Well, I guess I just want to thank you for hearing me out. I don't even want to read the chat after this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm sure that be a, a godly, goodly person. And, you know, I understand that things when people do bad things or wrong things or illegal things that, that, um, that a punishment should be in order. Um, and I'm not saying that they don't, um, that, that they just get it all for free. Um, what I'm saying is that there has to be the, if the problem were even to be solved, in order for it to be solved, there would have to be some sort of compromise. There's no, there's no, and you know, I, I think that I think President Trump would have a heart, to be honest. But even after he was saying build the wall and Mexico was going to pay for it, yep. To me, that's that's justice. But they would still have to pay some back taxes on shit. There's, there would have to be some kind of financial repercussions because, I mean, you can't put them in jail. You know what I mean? If they're trying to seek asylum truthfully or not causing any crimes, doing any dumb shit, let them in. But they ha there has to be some type of repercussions to say, hey, I fucked up. I did come in the illegal way. I'm owning up to my quote-unquote crime or whatever. Pay my little fine. Pay my little back taxes and move on with life. Yeah, you know what? I'll tweet you that crowd hammer video. Yeah, yeah, do that. All right, I'll DM it to you. I appreciate uh, you hearing me out. Absolutely. Thanks for calling. We'll talk All to right, you later. One. See ya. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin. That was a five-star call. I'm a five-star that call. Thank you guys for letting me know about that issue with the audio. I had no idea. Need to keep an eye on my audio. Shout out to Devin for calling. And you guys can call at the number that you see right there. 615-348-5482. 615-348-5482. I definitely appreciate you guys. Alien, if that was you calling earlier, you can hit me back, sir. I'm ready for you. All right. I'm going to get back to this mess here. Five oh four. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Rebel. It's Alien Spaceship. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. Today, I was uh, doing some more, you know, research on different things and reading about, you know, like America's history and different stuff like that, and watching the weather because it was getting the weather's getting kind of uh, bad. I think also in your area, it's getting kind of bad too. Yeah, they had uh, tornado warnings today on my way home. I had to actually take a detour because there was some kind of accident on the highway. I'm not sure if those two things were related, but when I pulled up that map, that shit said tornado warning. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, so I think Devin did an excellent call. Very, very, she did very well. And 
as you know, I know about what's going on with the border because I see it on the live streams on YouTube. And yeah, I think these people are very impatient and don't understand that, you know, the us taxpayers have to pay for this burden because they're not they're just coming in for free. Yeah, basically coming in for free. I mean, nothing's for free in this world. I think we've all figured that out as grownups. When we were kids, you can get free ice cream and all that stuff, but when you're on the real world, you have to pay for things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very true. And I also think that these people just, you know, I know they're trying to help their families and, and whatnot, and but it's unfair to the people that came here legally, as she said. Yeah. Right. And and also, you know, I how do you think uh, Trump uh, would handle the situation? Because it's gotten much worse than it did before than it was when he was there. I think I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree on that. It does has gotten lots worse. And um, he would have to close it down immediately. That's that's no, that's job number one. Day number one, he's going to have to close that thing and then start rebuilding the damn wall. Everybody knows they didn't want the wall being done. A lot of people were fighting him on that shit, but obviously it needs to be done. So day one, he would do all that, in my opinion. And then he's probably already got a plan for uh, helping either people get amnesty, like Devin was saying, or um, yeah, working with people that way. And, and like she said, doing it humane, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and also I, I do think, you know, I hope people would vote for him because I hope that people understand all the stuff that's gotten more expensive is because of the policies they voted for for Biden. Absolutely. Yeah, and what do you think the problem is with these voters uh, in our country? Uh, which voters are you talking about? Biden voters or people on the fence? or um, This is the Biden ones. Um, well, we were watching an interesting interview yesterday with a guy that was supposedly an expert in polls. And he was saying that if your candidate doesn't excite you, then more than likely you're going to stay home and not vote for anybody. I think that's a total lie. Mm -hmm. I think they vote blue no matter who, and they've said that several mm -hmm. times. They hate Trump. They hate anything to do with Republicans. They got as much love for us as we do for them, so I can feel <laughs> them on that. I don't hate them for that. You know what I mean? I'm right there with them in the same boat. I... I have no love loss for these fools. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, I think the media and the TV shows and the, a lot of the comedy shows I've noticed have gotten political since 2016. And I think that this is conditioning people to be against Trump and the Republicans. And it's going to be, it does it to the point where there's no logic to it. Yeah. There's no logic to any of their arguments. We watched that guy get shredded repeatedly he's walking around in circles talking uh about polls and how he doesn't have data i'm like dude you're the poll guy you're the data guy you just told us that you run all these polls you know all these statistics tell us why people love biden why is why is trump a joke and biden is not a joke and he couldn't answer all he could answer was trump's exactly. a joke trump's a joke okay well tell me how he's a joke well he didn't do certain things that promises made promises kept Obviously, people say shit on the campaign trail. Even uh, Kamala Harris, it's a debate. Ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean? She, 
She knew right. she uh, was lying during that debate, but hey, it's a debate. You know what I mean? You're going to lie in there to, to right. win the debate. Right. And I just, when I was watching the debate with uh, Trump and Biden, I'm like, okay, Trump definitely won, you know? And, you know, uh, I think there's more to what happened to that election than we were told. But, you know, I definitely think Trump did amazing with his debates. And, you know, Biden and uh, what's her name? Kamala. They just are real creepy. Yeah, they're super creepy. And Trump, he did uh, wipe the floor with that ass. That's why they didn't want to have another in-person debate. <laughs> because Biden needed some cream for that behind when he got done with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just thought it was just absolutely certain. And I believe, you know, he made a great impact. But I know there's many, as we just said, brainwashed uh, sheeple. And also... I think, you know, I think I've seen people like around that probably came from South America. I think I've been seeing that recently in the area a little bit. And I think, yeah, there's definitely a large migration of them in your area. They're going to come through. I remember that area and just all over the United States. And yeah, they've been here for they, a long time. Yeah. There's actually a, a, a section of our town. It's called Antioch. But everybody calls it Hispaniac because it's a lot of Hispanics that are, are there. And, I mean, they have their own little mall. We go to the little mall over there, and they have their own shops and shit. Their whole own culture where nobody in there really speaks English, but it's their own setup. And if you went through there and said, hey, man, how many of y'all are illegal? Probably all of them would be. <laughs> but they're not bothering nobody. They're doing right. their own thing. They're, they're doing enough to – they're leasing a building. Right. They're leasing individual units within that building to different stores that cater just to Hispanic folks. You know what I mean? So there is a, a, a whole culture within the United States, even a country-ass place like Tennessee. They're everywhere. Right. So, I mean, we're not going to avoid them coming here. That's number one. What are, the, right. what are we going to do to handle the ones that are here? Number two, what are we going to do for the ones that want to keep coming here? Number three. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, I like Tennessee. It's been, you know, many years since I've been there and uh, Kentucky and, you know, that area I've been there. It's really cool and it's nice. Um, and also, yeah, I, I wonder why they don't like do it legally. And I don't know if they're just impatient or something. You know. uh, who's impatient? No, the the illegals that come in here. I wonder if they're just, you know, if they're impatient and you don't want to go through the legal process. I don't know why they can't just do it legally, or maybe they would be denied. I think a lot of them would be denied. Oh, I think it's money, homie, because they've already said like, look, look, you, you can come here, you can have your family. All you got to do is go through the proper channels. Well, going through the proper channels means you're into the system. Now they make cash money. They make cash money, son, on every job that they do, everything that they do. They get cash money. They don't pay into taxes like we do. When you get your check at the end right. of the week or the end of the month or whatever, and half that shit's gone to the government, they don't experience that. So what would be their incentive to jump into the system? Yeah, I remember you and Devin were just talking about that. And I remember at the border when I was watching the videos, they were basically, you know, some people, and I remember because they mentioned wouldn't have been able to pass some kind of uh, system or something and they go through it illegally but that also makes sense too about them uh they could just make a lot of money and not pay the taxes 
And, you know, you have to understand that this is going to cause more of a, a tension between the Americans legally there and the non-legal Americans. It's going to cause more of a tension, despite what the Democrats say, that they're causing unity. They're causing more division. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of the a lot of that is on purpose to cause division between us, them, white people, black people, all different nationalities that normally we used to be a melting pot. Everybody would come here was uh, some kind of an immigrant, you know? Yeah. We got into the system and now we're all paying taxes and shit. Everybody wants them to pay yeah. taxes. I'm, I can tell you for a fact, in my opinion, I'm just going to say it's my opinion, that if Trump okay. came in and said, okay, day one, we're going to give everybody amnesty, but they have to pay taxes, get into the shit, and pay back taxes with a fee. No American is going to say, fuck that. Because they're right. going to get paid. Yeah. There's going to be money coming into the system now that's going to stimulate the economy, that's going to be more jobs for people, and the shit's going to be legal. But you got lots of regulations that go on that, too. Are they going to be fair? Or are they going to say, hey, man, because you're an illegal... We're going to give you more incentive to start your business than we would just a person that's already here. And I, from what I hear, that's pretty uh, rampant. Exactly. You know, I totally I think that makes perfect sense. Now, how do you think the Democrats make money from it or the government makes money from these people if they don't pay taxes? Like, how do they benefit from it? Just the government programs. They're going to say, okay, okay, we allocate this certain amount of money for this road project. And a lot of these people on this road project, I did a story about one where there was an illegal. He worked on the road project. He got into some kind of altercation with the state trooper, ended up running over the guy. And uh, the oh. people on his road crew, half of them were all illegals when all the investigation was over with. And this was a state-funded program. They were working for the state. Okay, so they do it through the programs. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because, uh, and they, they're real sneaky about it, and they look like they're trying to help people, but they're really just finding a better way to make money from them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because the Marxists in Europe did this, uh, you know, with the Im- immigration and stuff, they would try to divide in the population in Russia, and even in England, in different places. Because Karl Marx lived in England uh, for a, a little while. And because he was banned from Germany and, you know, they did divided the population. They, you know, he didn't like Chinese people. He didn't like different groups. Then he would pretend to be their friend and that he was going to help them with his ideology and the fools fall for it. And I think it's interesting the people that he's, they say that they're, you know, against, they say they're helping or they're really against them is just like in our time. And this gives more proof and evidence to the undeniable fact. That these people are, you know, communists, you know, infiltrators trying to destabilize the country. Yeah, they are infiltrators. Um, everybody has their own motives, their own agendas for it, and the government mm-hmm. takes advantage of all these uh, different psyops and programs and people's agendas because the government has been running psyops on people for years. They're damn good at it, and if they can mm-hmm. make money off a of psyop, dude, that's just more money in their pocket. It's all about money. If they were serious about solving any of these issues, it wouldn't be an, a moneymaker for them anymore. They have to keep the shit going. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that cannot be stressed enough. And it's good that, you know, we're bringing light to this because that's basically, you know, what they are doing. And a lot of these, you know, Democrats, and I know people that are liberal, I don't like, I'll talk to anybody and I'm friends with people that are liberal, but I, 
in recent times, I've just been, you all on YouTube is really the people that I just really talked to and saw like two people from when I was at school. And, you know, y'all are really cool people, you know, and, but the people that I know that are liberal, you know, they support these policies and things. And I understand that they're extremely brainwashed and also they benefit from these things at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about design too. Like I said, if, if they, like AOC was on the floor the other day upset that they were talking about the executives and with the Twitter files, she brought up Donald Trump's mm-hmm. tweets and just said, this whole thing is ridiculous. We need to be talking about health care. We need to be talking about abortion. We need to be talking about human rights. All three of the things that are huge grifts that will never get solved because they make too much money off that shit. Every speaking engagement, exactly. every uh, event that they have, they make money off that stuff. Every single time. Right. So... It's wired from here to there to to make money. If they if they didn't make money off of it, then all the issues would be solved. Right. And a perfect example of this is the vaccine. They made a lot with that. Watch it. You better watch it now. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, they they definitely make money off that stuff. Uh you know who owns mm-hmm. the patents for certain things and which we can't mm-hmm. talk about, which there's some Chinese uh mentality am I and you're in the United States of America and you can't even speak about certain issues come on man that's Chinese mentality right. yeah you know and you gotta remember I am way out in space in a spaceship and sometimes yeah I, I do get out of touch <laughs> <laughs> come on back yeah. down to earth but it's, yeah, it's safe yes yeah, I do I do but yeah you're right so let's just say there are certain things that we um, that they make money from in recent times and that is you know other things other ways that they've made money and the fact that when people cannot be you know critiqued for things that they feel like say at school i'll give you an example uh, there is sometimes some students that were trying to get over the teacher and whatnot and they couldn't be criticized the students you know and you got to know that there's something suspicious about that student if they can't be criticized yeah exactly I see so many uh, videos of kids getting mistreated in schools because of this and that or whatever. It doesn't surprise me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that The school system and, is a whole yeah. other issue that needs to be uh, dismantled from top to bottom and re reimagined <laughs> is their term they like to use. Oh, nowadays. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's extremely outdated, in my opinion. Extremely outdated? Yeah, because I just feel that it's schools, in my opinion, I could be wrong. They just don't always teach students about how, you know, to run their own business or to how money works, how to make money for themselves, you know, and be financially independent. And they just teach people, you know, how to, to be more, how you say, like it was designed to train people to work in factories and stuff and wake up at a certain time, go to sleep at a certain time. And with the bells, like at the school, it was a signal people to think a certain way, in my opinion. And I think school is good, and I think that it does teach us good things, but I do think that it wasn't designed to get people financially free. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're 100% on that. Uh, schools are just a babysitter, and parents rely on that as a babysitter. They want them to teach them every single thing from start to finish because they're lazy and don't want to put any uh, effort into their own children's future and education. I don't know if you saw the stories of the 
23 schools in uh, Baltimore that had zero children that were proficient in math. And uh, I can't remember which the, uh, what the reading was on that, but it was zero for the math. And um, mm. Illinois had 50 with zero. So you're talking right. about 50 schools that have zero people in them, not even one student that can do math at their own grade level. I remember that, yeah. Uh, it's just, I think that is marvelous. That's marvelous that it, it's gotten to that point. And I know, you know, when I was with my friends, uh, you know, down the street, they're doing better now. And, you know, they're, they're black. And I remember a lot of them, I would ask them questions, say, like about, uh, say, Greece or Rome. And a lot of them didn't know what that was. And I'm, and I'm like, in the schools, they were not against us, white people. And they were not against the statues. They had, you know, conservative views. And they're going into that direction. But basically, you know, the teachers were white liberals. And they were teaching them about slavery and how they were slaves and how they're not they're underprivileged and not about math and different things. And I thought that was appalling. Yeah, and I said, uh, I'm pretty damn sure that they're proficient with that pronoun game, though. They don't know how to read. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to uh, do simple math, but they know all about all this pronoun shit. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because the newer thing that was coming up around it was probably then it was probably back then in 2016. It was still you know probably a thing then, but I think the drag queen stuff and the different things like that they were you know that's the new thing that they're pushing on children, as you know, and ABL and you and I we all exposed it and that basically that they're doing the race stuff and the sexuality stuff. And I will see, I'm going to word this a certain way, because I know when I would talk to my friend, when I talked about aliens with, we would have, we, we spoke, we worded things differently <laughs> on the phone. And I have, and I always was the one that slipped. <laughs> that said, you know, so it just, it just the silly old me. But uh, so basically with the, these people, the certain people wanted to get certain groups and use them as agitations to for their um ideal world that you talked about last night on sonya's um uh stream that they want to create this uh, certain uh, this perfect place on earth and this is their way of doing it and that that's what this is all leading to and i just i wonder you know what they would do with these people if they got this perfect world if they would even still fit in it yeah that's a good question I don't know. I think they're just mostly useful idiots to destroy our society. Right. I mean, uh, what is the what would be the positivity from doing any of the the madness that they're doing right now? Everybody's open and free. I get it. We live in the United States. Everybody's open and free. But they also say, uh, I don't know if you saw the video where the trans person was saying that they were ready to leave the United States. That I think that was in uh, Sonya's uh, stream yesterday. They're ready to leave the United States because they want to not be persecuted. Like, where the hell are you going to go? This is the freest <laughs> country in the world. And you talk about how you hate it yeah. all the time. The, the freedom of our country gives you the freedom to trash it left and right and say how you want to go somewhere else. Right, right. Because and the people say that they want a certain ideology, like, say, like a Teletubbies. A TV show, a little, a little children's show. Like they want, you know, to live in that world that they're trying to create. And in, you know, and it's like in this world. I mean, 
everyone would have to think the same way. It would be like a beehive. And I'm sure it would be the first ones to go away because they don't really care about them. They just, it's like, okay, we're going to use these people, you know, like say a certain group of people felt like they were, you know, treated not right in a certain country. And then they're going to go, okay, uh, we're going to go over to this country and be like, okay, uh, uh, interesting groups of rainbow people. You know, we are also like that too. So we're going to use you as an agitation to get what we want. And then they just go along with it. Yeah, what's the end game on it, though? Are they just going to throw them away when they're done? It's a money thing, too, yeah, on that. You, you see know, how many right. uh, the plastic surgeon doctors are making hand over fist money and taking advantage of these people, saying you need your tits cut mm-hmm. off, you need your bottom surgery and all this stuff, and a lot of them end up on a damn colostomy bag for the rest of their life. Some of them it turns out okay mm-hmm. for. Most of them right. it does not. I know. I just thought it was bizarre and absurd like when i was coming up in the early 2000s and i just and i heard about this uh you know men with men and stuff i just thought it was uh, it was very strange i thought it was a joke or something and then it, this was something real and i just didn't understand it and then it gets worse these people are doing these frankenstein things to themselves and i'm thank the lord i never had a problem with that yeah exactly i think that's an internet age thing i think that's a pornography thing so they, oh, they've had uh, pornography at the tip of their fingertips since they were small children. We never experienced that, right. but these people coming right. up nowadays, that's all they've known. And right. you could look up anything right now at the drop of a hat and be like, oh my God, it, and this is mm-hmm. what other people are doing. And you got other grownups normalizing it, doing the drag queen story hour, all that shit. So they're being mm-hmm. pushed into it. And, and when you're a kid, you're very impressionable. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. I mean, think about, and you could technically use this for a good cause. You could use this to teach children about being pro-American or Christianity and et cetera. But the problem is that a lot of people use it for bad. And you see how what they're doing with the children, it mirrors the you know youth camps of the totalitarian countries in Europe. It's mirroring that in a messed up way. Well, that was messed up too, but in a really messed up way. And yeah, and I feel with media like that, you know, you speak of and other violent media and going with impressionable children and putting that on them. And that when somebody sees something over and over again and they get stimulated and it just, they want more and more extreme things. And this is them doing it artificially to them. Yeah. And what trips me out is how far the actual government itself has dove headfirst into this shit and in only the past what three years and none of the, mm-hmm. it was it was happening during trump's administration too but not government wise mm-hmm. to where you're hiring in these particular sets of people giving them these high up positions that they have not earned the mm-hmm. admiral are you fucking kidding me admiral of what ship <laughs> right i don't understand and and to me, um, they're compromised individuals, but they're sticking to the plan because they're getting paid. You would not be doing this type of drastic stuff if you weren't getting paid for it. There you go. And I think it's very uh, fascinating to see how Project Veritas is able to expose so many of these creeps. And I wonder, like, you know, they're just going to tell random people on the street what they're doing. Like, they just, no one ever gave them, like, a, pep talk not to talk about this and that or they just don't care they just think they get away with it i wonder like how they and it's very good what they do 
how they operate to get them to trust them to expose what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I guess I don't know what the end game is other than control people, divide people. That seems to be a motivation for 90% of the stuff that they do. <laughs> I mean, right. like, what, are, what are they doing this for? Um, they want to divide people and they want to control people. That's a, the simplest answer. Right. And, you know, I was reading about um, the, you know, like in America, for instance, like they turn it against the white people. And the as I told ABL on his stream and you about, you know, how they want to attack br the British Americans like us. And because it was a symbol of the imperialism and that's something that they were, you know, that's their arch enemy because that's their arch rival because that's what opposes their communism. And basically, you know, they wanted to divide the, the, the blacks and the whites. And also in England, they wanted to divide all the people there. And when the, when the British Empire, you know, it had, you know, Ireland, England and Scotland, all that's in the flag. And then they wanted to divide some of the, the Irish people against this people and that in, in the different groups. And I relate to all of them from uh, England. For, uh, and, you know, it's basically that they don't understand in the history. They all work together to create the British Empire. And then eventually, like, say, uh, y'all's ancestors were, like, in northern England and Scotland. And they moved over from North Ireland to Tennessee and that part of the world and then expanded into America. And then we got their independence and create the greatest country on earth and well, unity is strength. But the whole point, as I said, they did this in different countries is my point, even in France and all these different places and the Kings and the czar were not perfect. And the czar actually raised taxes on the rich, like what Biden does here. And that's not a good policy. So my point is, is that they've always used this division and we are one of their main targets to turn the black people on us. Oh, yeah, for sure. If people were together and unified, they would be dangerous to their type of agenda. Right. And as I said, it's good to speak in code. It's, it's good we do that. And it's good that um, we're bringing the word out. And, I, you know, I really uh, like your streams, you know, and you like politics and exposing these things like I do. And I think that's very awesome that you do this. Well, I appreciate you being part of the team, sir. Right. And I'm also, I'm part Welsh also. I, I, I looked it up. I'm part Welsh. Oh, yeah. Um, Boomhauer did the uh, genealogy, uh, genealogy research on our family. And um, mm -hmm. well, I'm not sure if he's still in here or not, but uh, Welsh was part of it. Uh, mm -hmm. Like the, the Vikings and shit. We, the, our family actually came yeah. over on the Mayflower and settled That's in really this cool. bitch. Yeah, I thought it was cool as hell. I'm like, dude, we made it this far. Uh, yeah. There ain't no way I'm going to let these idiots take over my country. Shit. We got away from, and, and Britain and all these idiots talking about, you need to stop having guns. You don't, we don't have guns in our country like that. Well, we broke away from you idiots a long time ago, so we're not going to listen to a damn word you say. Right. You know, and that's good. And, you know, my birth was a very um, interesting situation where my dad, you know, came from England, met my mom, and they brought her over there. And then they... You know, uh, she was going to have me, and then she decided to have me in America because my grandma wanted me to be born here, which was a good idea. And then, you know, my dad's a little strange, and they didn't really uh, work out. But I'm glad that, you know, I was born and raised here, but I also like being you know, part of, you know, Br like Britain, but I like being British-American. So what that means is I like how I share the same thing that you all came from and that I'm a new, like, immigrant, so to speak, although I was born here. 
And I think that's good. And I, I'm glad America broke away from England. And it was as best that America became its own country. And it has very good laws where look at England that it's uh, falling apart. And like my family over there has the same views as like uh, America does, you know, as we do. And it's good that they have that in my sister in Australia. And but I'm glad that I'm very blessed by God that I'm here and I, and we all like share, you know, a common, you know, a common thing. Yeah. Um, I, I wish uh, they would take more pride in their stuff. I mean, they've been under rule for their entire lives. You know what I mean? Under a king's rule forever. Like, sh- mm-hmm. come on, dude. We hate our government. I know they got to hate them just because it's their family. You know what I mean? Like, that's just their family. They're just some rich fools that said that they were the most powerful. They conquered everybody else, yada, yada. Friends with the biggest bankers, whatnot. Their status and their power kept them there forever. Our people actually Mm -hmm. broke away from those fools and fought tooth and nail to be where we are right now. Right. And, and And you're quite right. And, you know, it would be nice if they weren't so compromised by these green policies and these silly things that are causing people to have more expensive stuff. And as I said, I like the, the, like the nationalism of the monarchy and whatnot, but I understand and totally agree that it's very, very corrupted and that it's, uh, you know, I'm glad that I don't live there and I live here, but unfortunately they don't use it as a symbol of nationalism, but it's a symbol of, you know, just giving themselves something great because with the green energy stuff, you know, and that they go with these private jets and different things. And I'm glad that I'm here and, you know, they broke away from it. And that's why, you know, it's good that you understand its importance because, you know, and that's why I feel the same way you do about America. And it's, you know, good that we all have this technology to talk and that we keep exposing this stuff because I'm not going to let it go either. Yeah. Don't let it go. I mean, the easiest thing for us, for them, would for us just to not do anything and to go, oh, well, we give up. I mean, is that what our ancestors exactly. fought for? Is that what our uh, George Washington and everybody that went across that damn uh, Delaware River on Christmas Eve and ganked those fools in the middle of the night when it was fucking frozen outside? They didn't think nothing was going to happen. He said, you know what, bitches? I'm going to I'm gonna show up over <laughs> you, on your side and kill half of you fools and let you know that we ain't taking this shit no more. You think that that's what they yeah. would expect us to do and just say, oh, well, they conquered our shit. Oh, well. No. Oh, they would be very angry if they just knew we just just let it go. And that's why I just get, I was just thinking before, like, I'm glad you went live because I just get, you know, I know it's a free country, but I get triggered when people burn the flag. Yeah. Um, here we are with that whole thing again, like their freedom that they hate so much about that flag gives them the right to burn that fucking flag. I would say to them, right. before you burn this flag, let me take you on a trip to Somalia for 30 <laughs> days, come back to this motherfucker, and then you can burn that flag if you want to. That's the protocol. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I'm glad that my, you know, uh, American can you know, broke away from it and created this great country. And, you know, like with New Orleans, I feel uh, strong feelings for it. And that's why I went to the black, my black friends that I knew when I was young and then I went back over there and try to, and show them these things and talk to them about these different stuff, this different stuff. Cause that was a way of not having people around me infiltrated by this. And it was marvelous to find ABL and black conservatives. Cause I knew they existed cause I found them. And, 
you know, it's it's good that, you know, that not all the blacks fell for the woke mob. Yeah, no, and I think that um, their whole culture is a victim of brainwashing. You can't blame people for what they don't understand and what they don't know. And what they've been right. taught their whole lives is that they're a victim. You're going to always be a victim. The white man is the, responsible for all of your problems. No matter how hard right. you try, you're never going to get ahead. But give me $50, I'm Al Sharpton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. How, how the hell can Al Sharpton yeah. and Jesse Jackson be some of the richest black men in, on, in this country and say how racist the country is? People just need to open their exactly. eyes up and see who looking who they're talking to. I mean, dude, it's right in front of your face. They're idiots. But they made a million dollars <laughs> off of riding your back, and you're still in a slum. They don't give two shits about you. When when the, the press conference is over, they're gone, back into their limo, doing on to the next gig, and you're still going to be stuck in that town. With crime right. and, and everybody robbing your shit, nobody has respect for nobody. Mm-hmm. They need to get tough on crime. Right. And when Trump comes back in there, he needs to get serious with these cops to rehire a bunch of cops, drop them damn mandates. I know he's that's one thing that's going to be an issue for him is pushing that still. Uh, he never mandated anything. Let's get that straight. But the actual uh, thing, right. you know what I mean? So if he right. can, get, yes, yes, if he can I, get past that, get tough on crime and say, we're going to arrest all you fools. We're going to go into these schools where we know children have these guns and confiscate all this shit and put the parents in jail, put everybody in jail. Everybody needs to go to jail. And they say, oh, my God, jails are over overcrowding. We need jobs. Well, you're going to build some prisons and we're going to start putting you fools in there. You'll see real quick that crime will go down. Crime is going to hit the fucking bricks because nobody wants to go to jail. And they need to right. stop catering to exactly. everybody's little sensibilities when they go in there, giving them vegan meals and all this shit. Like, no, dude, you're getting stale <laughs> bread and bologna, and and that's what we can afford to feed you. Right, right. Exactly. You know, because these people, you know, are very brainwashed, and I've talked to some of the brainwashed ones, and it's like, I like what it's exactly what Yuri Bezbinoff said, that you could show them concentration camp, and they still won't get it. And I, like, literally... Uh, like through the uh, like phone or whatever, I show them like concentration camp, so to speak. And some people are like, you know, okay, I get this. And no matter what you say, what you say, what you do, they're just, they're stuck and God can help them. But a lot of them are stubborn. And I think it could have to do with arrogance too. Like they're just so arrogant and prideful and they think they can't mm-hmm. be wrong. I think that could be a factor too. Oh yeah, for sure. Pride, but proud of what though? You know what I mean? You're proud of the situation that you're in. And if they, if oh, they would, I if they would, if the, the, the Democrats, let's just say, uh, Black voters, the Democrats don't give two shits about them, but they've taken advantage of their vote over and over. And even Charlatan, the 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 fraud, was saying that uh, they were they were almost hating not voting for Biden. They're disappointed with him. Well, I mean, y'all, you're the ones that voted for him. You knew he was trash. What did you right. think was going to happen? And, yeah. and one time, I would just say, dude, just one time. Vote for a Republican and see how you feel about it. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, go back the rest of your damn life to the Democrats and let them beat you into your uh, into submission. But if you want to be right. treated with respect and dignity like or any other person, pull your weight and uh, be uh, respected like everybody else, try it out on the Republican side, man. It, just like ABL said, he never been cussed more than anybody else than he was when he was on uh, the Democrat side. And he gets all that from them all exactly. the time. 
Yeah, one time, see, I debate uh, different people on YouTube, and as you know, I'm on different live streams, and it was these vegans and this black guy, and he was talking about how he believes in gun rights, and all these liberals were calling him the N-word and saying just some a angry N-word, and they were talking to him down, and uh, and it just it shows that these uh, liberals are the true racists. Yeah, they are super racist. They can't wait. And what they do a lot of their stuff for is just to say, hey, look at me. Look how righteous I am. I care about other people. Well, you care about mm -hmm. other people. Won't you let them come live in your house? Oh, hell no. <laughs> right. And I think the whole uh, thing is a scam. Like It's like, okay, we're going to promise this perfect world that all these people are going to live in. And then, you know, uh, we're going to get a bunch of money from it. Yeah, if like I said, if they didn't make money off of it, the issues would have already been solved. Right, and then they say, "Oh, it hasn't really happened yet." You know, it's like, "Oh, well, what about Venezuela? What about you know, Russia?" Like, I don't know. Though that it's not has not happened yet. We got to try it again. And then when they go on Mars with Elon Musk, they're gonna say, "Oh, we got to try it again." And then they're gonna go to Venus. Okay, we got to try this again. At some point, we got to go. Okay, this thing just doesn't work, and we can we should not fix what isn't broken. Yeah, the whole Mars thing trips me out too because let's say they're they're wanting mm -hmm. to try to colonize Mars and start a new mm -hmm. planet there basically because our planet's trash, it's going to hell. Like you cannot mm -hmm. even sustain, sustain life, not even one bit on Mars. Life here right. is abundant as a mofo right now. It it ain't yeah. going nowhere. Don't you think that you would have a leg up if you concentrated more on the planet here that we actually have? than trying to go to another mother that's so far beyond the moon even. And they said they lost the technology to even go back to the moon, supposedly. Yeah. yeah they just supposedly. pawned all that shit? They took it to the pawn shop? They, they took it to the scrapyard? <laughs> Where did all that technology go? It wasn't super advanced. I mean, I've got more of them yeah. technology in my phone sitting right here than the computers they had on that spaceship when they first went to the moon. But supposedly they, they went there. When they were, uh, maybe when they were uh, shipping it across the sea, maybe they lost it in a boating accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could have yeah. been. Yeah, go on. Go on. Well, I'll give you go the on. last word, man. You go ahead. I appreciate you calling. Okay. All right. Um, I'm glad to call in. I really enjoy talking to you, and I'm going to go look at the email you sent me later. Yeah, but as I said, I think the Mars thing is crazy, and um, I think what we do well on Earth, and I'm glad I was able to get the blacks to see what was going on with the different things and talking to them and bringing unity with them. I'm glad I did that. Like, I got them to not be against, like, you know, the statues. It was part of history and whatnot and the flag. And, you know, so I'm glad that I did what I did. But I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just glad that I was part of this big cause that we all are a part of. And, yeah, uh, Rebel, uh, thank you for taking my call and a uh, good night. Absolutely. You have a great night. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. See you. Okay. Shout out to Alien for an excellent call. Always a great call when he calls. I definitely appreciate you guys. So very much. Let me check these comments right quick. So if I got any questions, well, I say thank you to all my rebels. Yes, cat. I, I'm glad you uh, asked me that question earlier. Wanted to show you that uh, they actually gave the little 
synopsis, I guess, or his uh, diagnosis or whatever the hell you, or his status, I guess you would say. And he looks totally uh, 100% like he could actually run the country. Look at this fool. He's being led in by some blind guy. All right, what do I do here? I don't know. Does this dude look like he's in the picture of good health? They said he's a spry 80-year-old man. Spry as a spring chicken. Let's see if I can find that right quick. His diagnosis or his uh, stature. I thought I saved it, but I guess I did not. Give me one second, guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And uh, remember that you can get these shows on your favorite podcasting platform apple itunes iHeartRadio, all that fun stuff all kinds of fun stuff give me one second guys i thought i saved that shit but obviously i didn't Oh, yeah, sure. Let me show you this while I got it in front of me. Boom, look at this. This is what uh, China's 15-minute cities look like, a place where you have to scan your QR code, COVID passport, or your face recognition to get in or out. I mean, I ain't Jackie Chan or nothing, but I can tell you I can scale that wall pretty fucking easy. I hope they build that shit to Chinese scale because our tall asses can jump them fences no problem. You build your wall however you like it. I jumped that bitch. Um, and Sonia asked if I'd seen that Yuri interview. It explains the purpose of this. Yeah, is that the guy that uh, Alien was just talking about? Um, where he was talking about they'll have the boot on their head before they realize what's going on with them? Yeah, y'all make sure y'all sub to SE Wolverine's uh, channel. He's got good stuff over there. He's trying to grow his channel. He's almost to 50, so help him get to where he wants to be. We'll all help each other get there together. Oh, yeah, yeah, check this shit out, y'all. They saw old uh, Sam Smith in the damn park. And this old lady was giving it to him. You belong in hell. Sam Smith belongs in hell. You demonic, twisted, sick bastard. <laughs> yeah. Leave the kids alone, you sick fucker. <laughs> yeah. Sam Smith is a pedophile. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> she was going, and then they said Illuminati. <laughs> they were tearing his ass up going by the, the in the park. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. So I love those old British ladies. Like, they don't give a fuck, boy. They'll let you know what time it is real quick. Well, you're, you're a piece of shit, aren't you? Isn't it? You're a right fuck, aren't you? <laughs> uh, they'll tell you in the sweetest way you're a piece of trash. Yeah, did y'all see this shit too? I didn't see any more news stories about this though. Fatal, fatal helicopter crash north of Huntsville, Alabama. So somebody got booked up. I didn't see any other news stories about that though. You know, they only report about the certain things they want to get reported on. Thank you for dropping that link for uh, SC Wolverine's channel, Sonia. Best damn co-host on the internet. Uh, Sonia, can you find that uh, interview with Yuri? I'm sure everybody's already seen it already, but uh, I think I remember that interview where he said everybody was going to have a boot on their fucking head. Remember this movie, They Live? Somebody did a cool painting of that shit. Check that out. That was a great movie, by the way. That's what I. That's how I see things. When I see certain shit, they try to sigh out people and shit. I'm like, hold up, man. What the fuck are you? Oh, and also, um, Reb, um, shoot, uh, Boomhauer was asking me if I knew who was giving that interview to Demar Hamlin, and yeah, it was. This big goofball right here, Michael Strehan, and this chick from The View, it reminded me of this thing. When he asked me that, he reminded me of this. If you haven't heard the name Desmond Napolis, get ready for this trailblazing 11-year-old drag kid who RuPaul is calling the future. His bravery is inspiring so many. We're going to talk to him in just a moment, but first, let's take a look at his amazing story. It's some sick shit right here. This 11-year-old kid. I'm Desmond. I'm 11 years old. And I like pizza, trains, and drinking root beers and caffeine. He likes pizza and trains. Free. I also do drag, and I love to put on makeup, dresses, and wigs. And Look at this kid's eyes, man. He's got them panda eyes. I'm sure some of y'all want to know what I'm talking about. Or jewelry, if necessary. This is straight up child abuse. Desmond is amazing. Feel very happy to have him. And I, I would try to find the clip that uh, I've seen of this kid talking to another draggy. How they were talking about snorting ketamine off a couch in the back room. And let me show you what he did. He goes like that. We're back there snorting stuff. Off the off the in the back room or something like that. I don't remember the exact wording, but that's what he, that little kid did. I'm like, oh my god, dude, are you fucking serious right now? Amazing. This is Good Morning America. Good Morning America. 
China has co-opted your whole culture. Watch them dance. I mean, these are all grown adults in here. The people that are producing the show, running the cameras, making the audio, running the control room. They're all guilty as fuck of this shit. Everybody needs to go to jail. Look at this old lady. She ain't clapping, but is she involved? Is she... She's seen a lot of things in her life, I'm sure. What do you think she's thinking about this shit? Is she on board with it? Is she just thinking this is the way things are now? Yeah, I would agree Devin in our chat is amazing. But this Desmond is not amazing. But he's going to drop it like it's hot and all this weird ass shit. Like, look, what is this weird ass shit? And they all, they do, they practice the same moves. They do the same shit. They sit here and give an interview with this child. Look at this clown shit. Look like a Michael Jackson reject or something. I don't know what's going on here. Total child abuse. And do you think any of this stuff would be happening if it wasn't for pornography and our society being so prevalent? Look at this shit. This is a fucking clown show. This used to be something that was like some burlesque shit that you would go to a special club to watch, and now they're doing it at the fucking library. Man, you better wake your ass up. Wake your ass up out there, America. Fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Oh shit, I got something fun for y'all. All my metal heads out here. Okay, ready? <laughs> Of 
Mama Power. Metal great again. Metal again. Hell yeah. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> you didn't know Trump had that in him, did you? What does Pantera mean? Uh, that's a metal band, Sonya. Excuse me. Pantera is a metal band. That was their song, um, A New Level. That album is brutal as hell. One of the best albums in the history of music right there. We need to play that on the show, actually. Trump was a metalhead. Y'all had no idea. And I thought it was funny at the beginning of it because his, uh, he was all bald at the beginning of the trailer on the thing. Let me see if I can get this up. I won't show it. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I think I'm going to end it right there for the YouTube show. I definitely appreciate all you guys calling in tonight. Thank you to my Rebels. My YouTube Rebels. Boom. Right there. Hit you in the mouth. Don't want to listen. Don't want to follow the rules. I don't know what to do with y'all people. Ain't nothing but Rebels in here. And also thank you to my moderators. Anthony McQuaid. Atomic Tabasco. Cat F. Zeta Weechie's Cane Sword. And the lovely Miss... Sonya's scrapbook. We're going to jump over to the Rumble stream. I'm going to end this stream. I'm going to show you guys some stuff that we can't show on this side of the wall. But I definitely appreciate you guys. If you want the link for the Rumble, show. Give me one minute. I'll get it for you. Give me one second. Good night, everyone. If you guys have any last-minute questions for me, let me know. Copy that. Paste that. Zeta Weechi, you better get your ass over to that Rumble channel. Thank you guys very much for being here. I definitely appreciate y'all. Sonia, you dropped that link for Yuri's video, and I'm going to grab it. I thought I did already. Yeah, I think ending it on that uh, Pantera video was the way to go. And we're going to start this other stream over on Rumble. We're just going to continue right on over. What are you growling at, woman? Uh, I don't know if that was the same link or not, Sonya. Yeah, it wouldn't pull that one up for me, honey. I don't know why. It just keeps going to the YouTube studio for some reason. You guys are great, Rebel. Thank you. You cool, bro. Hey, man, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate every one of you guys being here. All your subscribing uh, subscriptions. I got 157 subscribers right now. I can't believe that. 
That's crazy. Yeah, SE, make sure you jump over to the Rumble channel. I put that link in the description right now. Um, we are going to jump over there in just one second. I'm going to drop these other links for y'all, if it will let me. Of course not. Well, you then. Yeah, we're about to do the second half of the serious news on uh, the uh, Rumble side of things. And then we're going to go into the music portion of the show after the news. So we're going to continue from here. I'm going to hit the eject button on YouTube. Oh, shit. Before we go, before we go, I hope everybody's still in here. Everybody keep your asses sitting in your seats. I almost forgot. Almost forgot. God dang. I can't leave YouTube without giving you this last little send off. Give me one second. Give me one second. You're going to probably want to hear this one. Saving the best for last, honestly, because this. And I'll, they'll probably get somebody worse to replace this beast. But this hooker right here is gone. She is out. Justin, YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki is stepping down. Today, after nearly 25 years here, I've decided to step back from my role as the head of YouTube and start a new chapter focused on my family, health, and personal projects I'm passionate about. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Peace out, ho. Peace out. Party all the time. Party all the time. Get your ass up out of here. Dead been gone and get it out of here. Get your ass out of here, bitch. Can't stand that hoe. Peace out, y'all. We'll see y'all on the uh, YouTube. I'm sorry, on the Rumble side of things. Hit the eject button in three, two, one. I'm out of here. Psych. I want to play this ending for y'all real quick. Psych. I'm going to do the end of show and then I'll peace out. Peace out. Thank you guys for watching on the YouTube side of things. We're going to hit that eject button. Three, two, one on the YouTube stream. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. See you on Rumble. Boom. The YouTube stream has ended. And we are back. Boom. On the Rumble side of things. Yeah, she got to get out before the investigation. Peace out, woman. Oh, was yes, he's out. Out. Like a scout on a new route, Jack. Rumble party, you bring your asses over here. You better wake your ass up. Thank you guys for being here on the Rumble side of things. Let me uh, eject that 
YouTube. Boom, totally out of there. Now we're talking real news. Now we're doing real shit. Bam. Bickety blammo. Just this window size right there. Bang, bang, bang. Make sure my rumble chat's working. Hello, everyone. Might have to actually reload that window. Boom. There we go. So Sonia sent me another link. Thank you for that, Miss Sonia. Yeah, for some reason, those YouTube links don't always work. I, it, it annoys the hell out of me. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological... play this interview from Yuri. It's a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of, of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of its intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, active мероприятия in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their family, Sonia says, I haven't gotten around to it, but I highly suggest we screen record this in case it's scrubbed at some point. Yeah, I've been trying to make it a habit to do shit, and we're actually doing this live right now, so this is being screen recorded uh, on my computer and actually on the live stream, so we're doing it right now. But yes, I will go back and pull this whole clip, too. That's a great idea. Their community and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in I'm gonna four let him speak for just stages. a second I'll be right back uh, the first one being demoralization it takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation why that many years because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy exposed to the ideology of the enemy in other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values 
of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind, even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid of society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of, the, uh, of the United States society. And yet these people who've been programmed and, as you say, in place and yes. who are favorable to an opening with the Soviet concept, mm -hmm. these are the very people who would be marked for extermination in this country? Most of them, yes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, simply because the psychological shock when, when they will see in future what the, what the beautiful society of equality and social justice means in practice, obviously they will revolt. They, 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 will, uh, they, they will be very unhappy, frustrated people. And the Marxist-Leninist regime does not tolerate these people. Uh, they, obviously they will join the links of dissenters, mm -hmm. dissidents. Uh, unlike in present United States, there will be no place for dissent in, in future Marxist-Leninist America. Uh, here you can, you can get uh, popular like uh, Daniel Ellsberg and filthy rich like Jane Fonda for being dissident, for criticizing your Pentagon. In future, these people will be simply squashed like cockroaches. Nobody is going to pay them nothing for their beautiful, noble ideas of equality. This they don't understand, and uh, it will be greatest shock for them, of course. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled, because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, Lack of moral standards right there. That was a good one. Um, Sonia, how old is this interview? This shit looks crusty as hell. How old do you think this is? ...to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his... A kick in his fat bottom. But not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. So basically America is stuck. With, with demoralization and unless even if, if you start right now here this minute you start educating new generation of American it will still take you 15 to 20 years to turn the tide of, uh, of ideological perception of reality 
back to normal, no, normalcy and, and uh, patriotism. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flab, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation. Uh, it's what, what Two to five years to destabilize a nation. That was a good idea. I probably should have just looked right there. Hmm, <laughs> yeah. that's what that description is for. My logo is in the way. Is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that... <laughs> you were just guessing 1984? Yeah, how ironic is that shit? I need to actually read that book, but that excerpt is real good. The one that I sent Sonia, uh, it pretty much wraps it up, sums it up pretty good. In some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense... An economy. Uh, the There's a song by David Bowie called 1984. Are you requesting that for the music show, David? The influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And That reminds me, did you guys watch that uh, Earth 2100? Sonia, I think I sent you a link for that. It's like two hours long. I watched it again today. Holy shit, y'all. Oh, my God. I know we're watching this right now, but his uh, psyop there, how he talks about it would take a certain amount of time to destabilize a nation. That shit is crazy. I went back and watched it again. Oh, you have a different request you like better? Okay. Um, put your request in the chat and we'll do it for you when the show starts. Um, if you didn't watch that Earth 2100... That shit was wild. It had Fauci in there. It had the masks in there. It had the virus in there. All of the stuff that we're seeing happening right now was happening in that documentary. And for some reason, I don't remember the humans in, in that were cut into there, like Fauci and all them. They probably did those interviews back when I saw it the first time. It didn't ring a bell. I only really remember the animated part of the movie. And if you watch the movie now, how they've edited it and shit, they have edited it to where it really pushes the climate change thing. But at the very beginning of it, it talks about how dependent we are on oil. And... That's what I really wanted y'all to concentrate on when you watch it. You know, Fauci had a role in the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, and when you see him in this movie, you're like, whoa, what the hell? And they're talking about masks and shit? Oh, goddamn, dude. I really would, I want to know your opinion, Sonya, after you watch that shit. It's very doom and gloom, I'm going to warn you beforehand. It's very doom and gloom. But at the end, they kind of do a little excerpt and say, well, if we act now to stop climate change, we can do this and do that or whatever. But what I want you to understand 
about it is the oil part. What is pushing these global policies and all this global agenda is based on the, the lack of oil that is in reserves for us to use from here to the end of time. It's running out of shit and they realize that they have to wean themselves off of that. But like I told you before, our whole society is based off of the industrial revolution and finding oil and everything has progressed since then. So when that resource runs out, what the hell are you going to do? At what point would you guys say that you were aware, meaning unable to live your daily life anymore without realizing you're a peasant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Honestly, from day one coming out of this mother, when I, when I was a kid, if you're grown up in that, the type of shit that we're experiencing right now is nothing for somebody that has lived their life. And if you didn't have nothing and we're going back to nothing now, I mean, it's going to be back to the old days, basically. That's why I don't trust politicians. That's why I don't trust these people that are in high up situations that control shit is... They they have no feeling for you. They have no idea where you even come from on things. But early on, I was aware that I was a peasant. When they're giving me the government cheese and the powdered eggs, that's peasant life right there. Crisis with the violent change of right power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis, to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. He will go to Moscow to kiss the bottoms of, of new generation of Soviet assassins, never mind. He will create false illusions that the uh, situation is under control. Situation is not under control. Situation is disgustingly out of control. Most of the American politicians, media and educational system trains another generation of people who think they are living at a peacetime. False. The United States is in the state of war. Undeclared total war against the basic principles and the foundations of, of this system. And, and the initiator of this war is not Comrade Andropov, of course. Uh, it's, it's the system, however ridiculous it may sound, the world communist system or the world communist conspiracy. Whether I scare some people or not, I don't give a hoot. Uh, I don't if, give if a hoot. If you're not scared by now, nothing can scare you. But you don't have to be paranoid about it. What, what actually happens now, that unlike myself, you have literally several years to live on unless the United States wake up. The, the time bomb is ticking with every second. The disaster is coming closer and closer. Unlike myself, you will have nowhere to defect to. Uh, 
unless you want to live in Antarctica. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the different colors. When you guys are on YouTube, too, everybody has different colors. Some people are red, some people are orange. It's all colors of the rainbow in there. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we're green today. Are they doing that on, for us on whatever particular reason? Is that your status? Is that your social score now? Uh, you do a, D, a mean David Bowie impression. <laughs> penguins. This is it. This is the last country of freedom and, and possibility. Okay, so what do we do? What is your recommendation to the American people? Well, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the immediate thing that comes to my mind is, of course, there must be a very strong national effort to educate people in, in, in the spirit of real patriotism, number one. Number two, to, to explain them the real danger of socialist, communist, whatever, welfare state, big brother government. If people will fail to grasp the impending danger of that... The yeah, Iman was a big old bitch too. I man, was she a tranny? Nothing ever can help United States. You may kiss goodbye to your freedom, including freedoms to, to homosexuals, to a prison inmate. All this freedom will vanish, evaporate in, in five seconds, including your precious lives. Um, the second thing, I, the moment at least part of United States population is convinced that the danger is real, they have to force their government. And I'm not talking about sending letters, signing petitions, and all this beautiful, noble activity. I'm talking about forcing United States government to stop aiding communism. Because there is no other problem more burning and, and urgent than to stop the Soviet military-industrial complex from destroying what is, whatever is left of the free world. And it is very easy to do. No credits, no technology, no money, no political or diplomatic recognition, and of course no such idiocy as grain deals to USSR. The Soviet people, 270 millions of, of Soviets, will be eternally thankful to you if you stop aiding a bunch of murderers who sit now in Kremlin and whom President Reagan respectfully calls government. They do not govern anything, least of all such complexity as the Soviet economy. So basic. Two, two very simple, maybe two simplistic answers or solutions, but never, nevertheless, they are the only solutions. Educate yourself, understand what's going on around you. You are not living at a time of peace. You are in a state of war, and you have precious little time to save yourself. Um, you don't have much time, especially if you are talking about young generation. There's not much time left for convulsions. Uh, to the beautiful uh, disco music. Very soon it will go, just, just overnight. If we are talking about capitalists or, or, or wealthy businessmen, they, I think they are selling the rope on which they will hang very soon. If they don't stop, if they cannot curb their unsettled desire for profit, and if they keep on trading with the monster of the Soviet communism, they are going to hang very soon. And it, they will pray to be killed, but unfortunately they will be sent to Alaska probably to manage industry of slaves. It's, it's simplistic. I know it sounds unpleasant. I know Americans don't like to listen to things which are unpleasant. 
But I have defected not to tell you the stories about such idiocies as microfilm, James Bond type, espionage. This is garbage. Uh, you don't need any espionage anymore. I have come to talk about survival. It's a question of survival of this system. And you may ask me, what is it in for me? Survival, obviously, because unlike, I, as I said, I am now in your boat. If, if we sing together, we'll sing beautifully together. There is no other place on this planet to defect to. Yeah. Um, do y'all think uh, Russia has a lot to do with that shit too, or is it just China? They both working together trying to infiltrate our shit. Because that was 1984. It only takes a couple years to change a whole system, like you said. Uh, we're way beyond that now. How the hell are you supposed to come back from that shit? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Give me one second. I'm going to pull this shit up. Almost forgot about it, but I can't play that shit on uh, YouTube at all. Let's search this history right quick. They want all the power. Dude, I'm about to show you some of the most fucked up shit that you're probably going to see on... This is a legal video that is on YouTube that is there to go watch. You're not going to believe what you're about to see. I'm going to tell you right now. Vicky, you're home. Yeah, I got off work early. I see. Is there a problem? Well, you see, you're, um husband was prancing around the hall in this pink outfit, and my husband sort of. Oh my god. What are they doing? Don't be upset. You know how persuasive my bill can be. You didn't wear a condom. I can feel it leaking out of me. This is a transsexual cartoon character. This whole thing that you're watching right now is some weird transsexual cartoon character shit. This is the web page. This is the YouTube channel. House of Feminization. While the wife's away, the sissy will play. This shit is straight up legal to watch on YouTube. This motherfucker has 1.7 thousand subscribers on it. You understand me? Susie Wojcicki's dumbass just left because Congress is about to invite their asses up there to testify too. They're gonna railroad their. They saw what happened with them Twitter fools. They gonna they about to get taken up there too with it too. Yeah, I should have said trigger warning for the sensitive people in this motherfucker, but I know you guys are here for a reason. You're not going to see this on any other YouTube channel. I'm going to tell Oh, I'm sorry. We ain't even on fucking YouTube no more. Fuck YouTube. But we kind of are because you see the YouTube right here. I'm not bullshitting. <clears throat> Let me back it up. And I guess the company that makes this 
software is Plotagon, I guess. I have no idea. I was fucking blown away when I saw this. And they they ding our channels for some of the stupidest, stupidest shit. Playing music, commentary on a goddamn news video. How many kids have seen this? Yes, sir. This reminds me I was trying to find the video of the little boy who was modeling for old gays. What the hell? Well, looks like it's meant to be fun of woke people. I don't know. I'm just going to be honest with you. I did not click this actual page because I was just so blown away by the video. I couldn't believe it was even there. There ain't no telling what's on this motherfucking page. YouTube is asshole. Yep, she's trying to bounce before the investigation. Yeah, she'll go to her little hideaway, probably leave the country. I hope they arrest that bitch before she leaves. And since Gay was in the search, a short term, a short came up that is on autoplay, and it is literally two men making out, and there is no warning whatsoever. Yep. I can't even show a documentary about USA without copyrights. Yeah. And if people don't think that there is a gen- an agenda with YouTube working with these motherfuckers, this video right here is going to prove it to you. Sorry, babe. You got me so hard, I just... This was one year ago, by the way. Had to have you. My God, you came a lot too. I can feel it. Sorry. If it makes you feel better, I've only fucked my wife since we got married. Wow, really? Yeah, really. It's just that she doesn't like to do anal, so she was okay with this, seeing how we know you and all. You're very good at it. My wife has no complaints. I can see why. You think maybe we can do this again sometime? Maybe. I need to talk to my wife first. I hope she doesn't get upset. Really? I just assumed she would be okay with it the way you were prancing up and down the hallway like a little sissy. I like doing that. Well, yeah, the fact that this is animated will draw in the kids. Like, yeah, if a kid just came across this and they saw just the, I guess, the thumbnail for this thing, they'd be like, oh, wow, cool. Let me click on whatever this is. And YouTube Kids, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Salty actually did a whole show on it one day. Not a whole show, but uh, there are key uh, numbers or... A sequence of numbers and letters, I guess, that you can type into that YouTube search bar and it will bring up straight up fucked up shit. I don't know how the person found the shit and he said, dude, do not do it. I do not recommend y'all doing it, but this is what this shit is. I couldn't believe it. Cursing too, and it's a computer animated uh, generated voices. Yeah, they're saying... They're saying fuck, they're saying come, they're saying all kinds of nasty shit. I mean, I'm repeating what they're saying, obviously, but like I said, trigger warning for people that are fucked up with language. It makes me want my MTV. I want my MTV. Actually, I have a, a band that I like that has a song. Oh, damn, that reminds me. Nothing more. We need to add that shit to the list. Thank you, you know. for that. I'm down for it if you want to go again. My ass is so wet. I feel like such a slut. Hi, sweetie. You're home early. 
Yeah, and you've been quite a little slut while I've been gone, haven't you? I'm sorry. But you know how you said I should make some money for you as your slut? What did you do, sissy? I took it in the ass for you, sweetie. You didn't? I did. Did he wear a condom? No, he didn't. I asked him to, but... Turn around, bend over and let me see. I told you riding my strap-on was gonna turn you into a slut. But Vicky, you haven't heard the best part. Oh, really? What's that? I apologize to you guys having to hear this shit, but... Nobody would fucking believe me if I didn't tell y'all and show you this for yourselves. He paid me $100, so... Don't block me. <laughs> Please don't block me on this shit. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, Devin, that's a great song. We'll put that one on there, too. What was the name of that song? Oh, the Beverly Hillbillies. I want my MTV. sang that tell me who sang that there's money for your salon trip come here you did good sissy i love you vicky yeah but you were gonna become addicted to cock and get a reputation around the apartment what's so funny we're gonna be moving soon so who cares what they think you think you have it all figured out don't you? Definitely. You never know, sissy. I just might pimp you out to the guys in our new neighborhood. You're kidding, right? Vicky, you're just kidding, right? I love you, sissy. But you were just kidding about pimping me out, right? You never know. Can you believe that shit? I couldn't believe that shit. I was speechless. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless right now, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> where do you begin with this fucking shit, dude? I don't know. You tell <laughs> God damn it. The language on that, it's the fact that it's a free and open YouTube video. Women don't have to be sluts anymore. They marry them. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I could not fucking believe it. And that is a channel that is on YouTube, unregulated. Let's see what they got on their, on their feed. Baby doll part one, part two, secret part one. That's the one that we just saw. I want the fantasy. They're getting a, a multiracial characters involved with it now. What the fuck, dude? So inclusive and diverse. I know, at least they're thinking of everybody. And they, and look at the animation. 
That is a man, Tranny. Do you think that that character is set up to have that uh, those features on purpose to look like a man that's trying to be a woman? Because the other character that was in that... Let me go back to it. The female character in that, she had female features. I told you right. I mean, she looks like uh, a computer-generated thing, obviously, but it's more feminine than that uh, slack-jaw maniac look like that other one was. You know what I mean? Fucked up shit. I don't even know why I'm showing you all this retarded-ass shit. I couldn't even believe it, dude. I wanted to show it to you because I... The fact that it's totally free on YouTube and they censor us left and right. I got heated when I saw the shit. I was confused. I was heated. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Exactly because they can make it look feminine so they want to normalize men being women. Yeah. They want you to see that all the time and go, oh, well, would you see that all the time? It's no big deal now. Yeah, that does make that Madonna video look tame. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I couldn't believe it when I saw that shit. I'm like, um, okay. And they want to ding my shit for a, a MTG video that was still on fucking C-SPAN? You don't think I'm going to tell everybody about this shit? You, man, you better wake your ass up. People are crazy as hell. Now we're going to get to the serious shit. Graphic warning for uh, gun violence and whatnot. This dude is actually going to get fired on right here with the people. I'll probably need to give y'all a trigger warning before I do show, show some of this shit, but you already know what you came for. Also, the whole storyline, men married to women to make it seem like anything goes. Yeah, and it was like, uh, who was the guy that was like the boyfriend or uh, now it was like the husband's boyfriend or something that was some weird shit? I don't know, man. Normalization of shit. And like you said, anima being animated so uh, kids could watch that shit. Like, man, give me a freaking break already. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. If you don't give me a fucking break. Sonia, I'm going to send you the uh, link to come in here as a guest if you want to. <laughs> My husband wants to sleep with your husband. So cute. Perfectly cool. Yeah, who they who do they decide that wears the dress and shit? So the story we're about to show here, trigger warning for graphic content again. I need to make a uh overlay that just says graphic warning. This shit's about to be fucked up. 
So a graphic suspect arrested in shooting that left two wounded. The shooter told police that Delhi employees had been stealing from his home. The shooter lives above the Delhi. <laughs> Fawn said they take turns. Yeah, probably. And that's what that whole uh, normalization for doing that shit with kids and stuff is. Pedophilia, in my opinion, they're trying to take it there. I mean, it's obvious. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Women are now sharing their wardrobes with their husbands. What the fuck, man? Buy your own shit, dude. Buy your own shit, homeboy. Sorry to scar y'all for the rest of your lives. I'm so sorry about that. Did I see the man that dresses like a baby? Which fucking one, dude? <laughs> Which one? I've seen so many of those fucking stupid videos. It, the ones with the women, too, creep me out when uh, the girls want to be what they call littles. Do some research on that shit, too. Women that call themselves littles. It's a whole thing where they think they're children or they play the role of being a child. They wear a diaper. They want to get changed. They want to get the goo-goo-ga-ga. Either, either your mama didn't whip your ass enough when you was a kid or you didn't get enough loving when you was a kid. That could be the only two things. Drugs, pornography, I guess all those things combined. This shit's weird. It's me, Zato. What up, fool? They wouldn't let me use my YouTube name. Why the hell not? Somebody already got it, probably. They was uh, riding your wave before you got here. So there's other fans of that movie, obviously. I have a link for you. Okay, show me the link. Either drop it there or send it to me on the Twitter direct message. And I sent you that link, Sonya, on the Twitter direct message. So you can come in and into the interview section and have a chat with us all. Do a little round table or something. That's love and always around. Yeah, I mean, diversity, exception. I mean, you might as well get into it, I guess. I don't know. Is that what we're doing now? And again, I don't give two shits about what grown people do. I was more pissed off about the fact that our videos are censored so hardcore and they let that shit just stay up there like it's nothing. I'm like, um, no. You're not going to fucking do that to people? I mean, what do you do? If you were a kid growing up, this kind of looks like that Desmond is amazing in the face a little bit, don't it? Yeah, we really don't care, but not they're not applying the same rules for the videos. Yeah, I hope somebody's going to pick this up that's way more important than me that can do something about it. Maybe Viva, I could send him a link to this video and say, uh, give me your opinion on this. The 
legal side of how YouTube can slam my dick in the door every time I fucking want to put a video up about anything. And they can have this straight trash being out there. Or Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th there was another one from that other weird dude. And I don't even get into any of this shit. I already told y'all before I don't like to j do this shit on my channel. But this hypocrisy is the reason why I'm doing this shit. They ding all of our channels left and right. That's why we're even over here on Rumble. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. They're going to run everybody off till we'll build our own fucking platform over here. Fuck them people. And Rumble's getting better. You can't do your emoticons unless you're on an iPad or possibly the iPhone or something or a phone. You phone people will let me know that, I guess. I've got my iPad and it will let me do it. He, she said that he is out here stealing husbands. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that people were saying that you you look so good you could steal my husband or some dumb shit like that. And um, he, she was like, no, I would never do that. You're my sister's blah, blah, blah. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya likes to play this game of, I guess we're doing video, uh, <laughs> video poker. Is that what we're doing now? Video poker. To her, she, she, she will see my sissy video and raise me a human pup video. Thirty-two-year-old Tom works as a sound and lighting technician for a local theater. But after a long day at the office, this is where he likes to sleep. I can actually fit in quite successfully. And to be honest with you, from there on in, uncomfortable. It doesn't look very comfortable. Girl code. It's bizarre. It doesn't look comfortable. Um, but then, I mean, you can then shuffle, you can shuffle around, you can make yourself a different shape and curl up differently, swap the corners, go to the opposite side. It looks... I mean, there are people in real prison cells that have a cell bigger than that. What type of mentality is this where somebody willingly goes and puts themselves in a really, really confined dog cage and wants to be a, a dog like that? First world problems. Drop your ass off in the middle of Afghanistan and see how much you want to be a dog. A girl's girl. For real, like a girl's girl. Fuck out of here. Bijou, but actually there's a lot more space in here than you really think. For the past 10 years, Tom has spent every spare moment Becoming a dog. Ten years? <laughs> okay, man. I've been into playing music for a really long time. That's my hobby. This dude wants to be a dog. What can I say? 
I'm in here for a long, long, long time, um, if facilities needed. Puppy training pads. Fraser said. Puppy training pads. Um, they're there for small puppy spills normally. Found him a dog home. Find, to to him, a tiny home is an old school dog house, like a Snoopy, like Snoopy head. <laughs> yeah. Do you win on this one, Sonia? I don't know. I, I wish I could put a poll up in this chat. Uh, Rumble folks, you need to put polls up into your chats. It's, it's fun stuff. Or go to China, you disappear quick, buddy. Yeah. This is first world problems here, or first world opportunities to show your ass and do dumb shit. Are we looking at white privilege right now? Is that what we're looking at? I miss the days when every single person wasn't a freak. Yeah. Like I said, I think pornography has a lot to do with that shit and the readily availableness of it. Because you remember back in the day when we were kids, like you have to find your your daddy's dirty magazines in the old old uh, hope chest or something. Or, or under the bed or in the dresser drawer. It was some hidden shit that was uh, a treasure find when you're a, 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 little, a young man. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my God, this is the first time I'm seeing boobies. Those are what boobs look like? Oh, my goodness. Women are so beautiful. Oh, my God. That's what I remember uh, seeing as a kid. Seeing those women and going, oh, my God, they're beautiful. Hopefully, one day I can get a woman like that. And that type of mentality for a child today, how readily available shit is, what are their, what are their thought processes? You have to be normal to stand out anymore. Oh, yeah. We stick out like sore thumbs around this motherfucker. But how real is this shit in the day-to-day? -day? I mean, I know everybody has different fetishes and shit. Would this be considered a fetish, I guess? This is a, a sexual thing? He gets off on it. He, she, them, I don't assume genders up in this bitch. Truths are in the woods. As a Christian, I would agree with that. I know my libertarian friends wouldn't necessarily agree uh, with what. Uh, yeah, my cartoon was talking about wet asses. They were talking about fucking coming. I might, I might have you beat on that, but we're just getting started. We're only one minute into this. I need to be fair and let it play all the way. We'll see at the end, but I wish I could put a poll up here and then that would be the judge for itself. Video, oh, we we can just do it. After we're done with this video, you guys can just vote video one or two who won this uh, one-upsmanship, one-ups-womanship uh, of this video contest. Um, but they're quite absorbent. And it, mean, it just means that if I do get sort of suddenly caught out, I've got the chance to relieve and relax. Tom this motherfucker got dog treats. pounds on specially made gear to transform into his alter ego, Spot. This looks challenging. <laughs> it is very challenging to get on. Because it's custom made, custom sized. It's that much more awkward to get into. Uh, need a fair bit of talc. Most rubber pups in the sort of community do actually need a hand to get in. They can't do it on their own. Tom keeps his puppy gear at his friend Rachel's house. Right. Turn around and do it. Um, whichever's up to you. 
I'll go that way. Look at all this trouble you gotta go through. You gotta powder your fucking body down. Put this crazy ass suit on. Whee! Happy? Yep. Dude, just. Nose tubes. Dude, just go jerk it and fucking be done with it already. Like all this suiting up and shit. Like, I gotta go to work soon. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Breathe like a puppy. They got my nostrils. And they then come round to the actual puppy's hood's nostrils. Now they're in there. You breathe through your nose of a puppy. She's nice. Yeah, she's a considerate friend for sure. I would say beat him with a belt, but he may like that shit. An active animal. Do theater work, so I sort of hide in the dark through the sound. Sonia, so that's a deal breaker. Asking somebody to put you into a latex dog suit, that's a deal breaker for you. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, I have too much fun in here with y'all. It's too crazy. Lights and that kind of thing. I don't want to be seen at work. Um, I don't want to be seen... Yeah, Hidden, I would like to see this fool be in a room with my Rottweiler and see how see how he fares. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I would be lip rolling. You wanna you still wanna be a dog? <laughs> in the public eye, but as my pup life, I wanna be the center of attention. For me, cosplay isn't really escapism because you can't really escape something you do all the time. Um, and you have fun doing, so it's not you're not escaping anything. It's, it's yeah, you do it all the time. You're not escaping anything. <laughs> Asking for Heather. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, so y'all drop a one or a two in the chat on which one you thought was more offensive or vulgar or who won this one-upsman, one-upsman woman ship. Video poker game that we played this evening. One or two who won it. Yeah, Heather would bite his damn face off. She looked at him like, what in the hell is this? Bite your damn face off, you idiot. Oh, hell no. She would mount him. When I took her to the breeder to get bread... She would not give it up, and I was the. They had to do artificial insemination, and um, the breeder called me up. And uh, what was number one, Devin? Oh my God, you didn't. You don't remember number one? Don't make me have to play it again. I know you saw that. Number one was the animated video. <laughs> uh, the criteria is not fair okay what's our criteria then that that was your video I, I brought it to the table that was your uh, 
That was your raise, wasn't it? Uh, she said mine was 1,000% more vulgar. <laughs> I would tend to agree, but I might have some bias there. I don't know. <laughs> no, she would mount him to show dominance. <laughs> yeah, she said, yeah, I'm not going to play it again. If anybody wants to go watch that again, you're going to have to tune in to this broadcast and watch the beginning. Get all, get all that out of the way at the very beginning. I'm glad I wrote that down because I would have forgot that shit. I'm like, I was, I, <laughs> I've been trying to forget it. <laughs> but uh, I almost forgot that shit if I didn't write it down. I totally would have forgotten. But yeah, so number one or number two, you guys voted in the chat. Or which one you thought was the most vulgar video for propaganda tricks too. It had everything. It had all the elements. It was for kids. It had uh bias animation that was showing the manly features on the transient. It had uh the the an the animation itself was geared toward children, obviously, in my opinion. But it's kind of like that South Park thing where you're doing animation so you can get away with more shit because those weren't humans saying those things. So if we had a channel right now where we were animated characters, we could talk about the vaccine and shit. Is that what we're talking about? Or that thing is specifically made for kids for propaganda purposes. <laughs> Everybody's voting one. It was a fucked up video, but that's for sure. I'm not going to watch the rest of those, but maybe Viva or one of those other ones can go watch that shit and investigate that shit because I think I had enough. Unless y'all want to see that as a weekly thing, we'll do a, a weekly animated one-upsmanship and I'll bring everything that they have on that channel and Sonya can bring me her worst and we'll see who wins. I wish YouTube could be held accountable for these games they play. Yeah, that's why I'm showing that video. Because it's obviously there. I clicked right on it. I went right to it. It's not private. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Send Zato that link so he can see. The link to the... The damn transient video that we just we just watched the the animated one. Zato, you want to watch that shit? I didn't see number one, so I can't vote. Oh my god! So we got to go back and watch it now. Oh my god! I'm gonna subject you fools to this shit again. Horny husbands. What? Vicky, you're home. Yeah, I got off work early. I see. Is there a problem? Well, you see, your, um, husband was prancing around the hall in this pink outfit, and my husband sort of. Oh my god. What are they doing? Don't be upset. You know how persuasive my bill can be. You didn't wear a condom. I can feel it leaking out of me. Sorry, babe. You got me so hard I just had to have you. My god, you came a lot too. I can feel it. 
Sorry. If it makes you feel better, I've only fucked my wife since we got married. Wow, really? Yeah, really. It's just that she doesn't like to do anal, so she was okay with this, seeing's how we know you and all. You're very good at it. My wife has no complaints. I can see why. You think maybe we can do this again sometime? Maybe. I need to talk to my wife first. I hope she doesn't get upset. Really? I just assumed she would be okay with it the way you were prancing up and down the hallway like a little sissy. I like doing that. Well let me know. I'm down for it if you wanna go again. My ass is so wet. I feel like such a slut. Hi sweetie. You're home early. Yeah, and you've been quite a little slut while I've been gone, haven't you? I'm sorry. But you know how you said I should make some money for you as your slut? What did you do sissy? I took it in the ass for you sweetie. You didn't? I did. Did he wear a condom? No he didn't. I asked him to, but... Turn around, bend over and let me see. I told you riding my strap-on was gonna turn you into a slut. But Vicky, you haven't heard the best part. Oh really? What's that? He paid me $100, so now there's money for your salon trip. Come here. You did good, sissy. I love you, Vicky. Yeah, but you were gonna become addicted to cock and get a reputation around the apartment. What's so funny? We're gonna be moving soon, so who cares what they think? You think you have it all figured out, don't you? Definitely. You never know, sissy. I just might pimp you out to the guys in our new neighborhood. You're kidding, right? Vicky, you're just kidding, right? I love you, sissy. But you were just kidding about pimping me out, right? You never know. Weird shit, man. And you can get that fucking app on the Google Play Store. I mean, I guess they can't control like what gets made with their app or whatever, but right there at the end, you can see where it says pink, little, pink with little hearts, girls closed. Yeah, she's dominant. Okay, so uh, Frazier, did you see the second video? You saw the first video, just played it. Can you vote based on what you just saw or do you need to see the second video again? Because I want to be fair and balanced. Yeah, uh, the only thing positive I saw about it is it only had 12 likes on it. Let me get out of my way, out of the way. It only had 12 likes on it, but it had 1,500 views. A year ago, I guess that's not the greatest views, but the fact that it's still fucking there and they ding my damn channel because I play a fucking MTG video that damn CNN had on. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'll never shut up about that, so y'all might as well get ready. I'll be like ABL and the tax man. <laughs> never shut up about that shit. He gets heated too. You start talking about that shit. He gets heated. 
they still owe him money. And they mentioned the strap-on, which is really a suggestion to the wives to try something new. And the name of the channel is Tricky. Yeah. I mean, feminization, that's what they're doing. That's their uh, their goal. Play two again. Okay, I'll be fair and play two again. I'll be fair. Oh, shit, I got to grab it. Thirty-two-year-old Tom works as a sound and lighting technician for a local theatre. But after a long day at the office, this is where he likes to sleep. I can actually fit in quite successfully. And to be honest with you, from there on in, uncomfortable. It doesn't look very comfortable. It's bizarre. It doesn't look comfortable. Um, but then, I mean, you can then shuffle, you can shuffle around, you can make yourself a different shape and then curl up differently. White Swap privilege. Corners, go to the opposite side. It looks bijou, but actually there's a lot more space in here than you really think. For the past 10 years, Tom has spent every spare moment becoming a dog. If I'm in here for a long, long, long time, um, if facilities needed, puppy training pads. What's a puppy training pad? Puppy training pads. Um, they're there for small puppy spills normally, um, but they're quite absorbent. And it, it just means that if I do get sort of suddenly caught out, I've got the chance to relieve and relax. Yeah, Sonia. You make a great point right there with that. Uh, she says, when you really think about it, a man in makeup dressed like a woman is actually frightening and would be perceived as deranged, except it has been normalized. That just reminded me of the, um, I like to watch interrogation videos. You probably, you guys probably do too. And uh, there was one of a Canadian captain of the Air Force that was a cross-dresser and he fucking murdered people and dressed in their clothes and shit, and he ended up getting busted. He was a, uh, uh, he flew all the dignitaries around and shit. He was that high up in his job with the government, and they had him in the interrogation room. I'll I'll add that to stream sources or something, or maybe we'll cover that on a different day. But that's what that just reminded me of. Weird shit, man. Okay, number one was more akin to reality, the swinger types. Number two is just a weirdo. Yeah, so you can vote uh, whichever one you thought was more inappropriate. I can let it play further. And she, she gets him in this damn suit and shit. Does he want to fly in cage like a real animal? I wonder for travel. <laughs> yeah. Respect his identity, but to be fair, I think this guy's doing this in his own private time, so I could care less. Yeah, doing it on his own private time is fine. I don't give a fuck what they do. As long as they don't fuck with kids, 
And don't try to influence children to do their shit. When you get to be a grown-up and you want to experiment with whatever you want to, hey, man, don't splash on me. I don't give a fuck what you do. But the fact that they're trying to co-op society, that that reminds me, too, of AOC when she was up there on the Twitter files. I'm sorry, on the ex-Twitter employees giving them the shit. Um she was talking about how how everybody kind of needs to mind their own business and let them do their own thing and would they have more serious issues to talk about and all this shit I'm like no this shit's pretty serious in my opinion they act like it was no big deal I don't know she's a fucking weirdo on her, into herself they're both out of bounds for you but you get a vote number one or number two which one was more vulgar Sonia's trying to win a bet here. Spent more than four thousand pounds on specially made gear to transform into his alter ego. Yeah, would this even be furries though, Sonia? Because uh, it's not a furry suit; it's a latex suit. Will be here. He'll be a latexy. Spot. This looks challenging. He's got his little foodies. Because it's custom made, custom You got your little foodies on there. Could get into. Uh, need a fair bit of talc. Most rubber pups in the sort of community do actually need rubber pups. I just caught it right there. He said most rubber pups need the talcum powder and whatnot. And they can't do it on their own. Tom keeps his puppy gear at his friend Rachel's house. Whichever's up to you. At his friend's Rachel's house. So I wonder, why does he keep it at somebody else's house? Does he live with his mama? Does he live with his parents? Or is this dude married? And he's trying to keep that away from his wife, so he takes it to his friend's house, but is very open to have a camera crew to come in and film the whole thing. Yeah, you tap number two. Okay, Sonya wins on that one. Number one was some freaks. Number two is a crazy person. And yeah, and 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 credit to Sonya on this. These are real people, and those were animation. So I guess you could give it a little credit there as well. Puppy gear, ooh yeah, rubber rubber puppies, rubber pups, or whatever the fuck they call. Them. He won't be allowed to rubber pups. <laughs> Gross. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah, so I'd almost call that a tie because they were real people doing some freaky shit on their own, but the other one was so fucking vulgar, animated for children. I don't know. I think mine won it based on all those things. They had a lot of creepy shit going on. I'm going to have to take back my tie. And, and my vote would be for mine, but hey, who am I? See if we can vote for this motherfucker here. This little girl was holding a kite. Well, when it took off, watch this shit. 
Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Rubber puppy booty bumpers. Dude, I'm surprised she's still hanging on to that thing. I can't believe they got her back. Oh, Lord. Ain't no woman going to let him rubber pups. <laughs> she was hanging on that damn thing, son. Hanging on to it. What the hell is it, dude? That's a kite. Like she's hanging on to one side of it and she gets taken off by the wind. Everybody's screaming and shit, boy. Taken off by the wind. Whoa. Better hang on. I don't know if that's fake or not, man. That shouldn't seem real. That's some CGI. They're doing some Marvel shit now. Tricking me with some CGI shit. I've got a tiger by the tail. It's plain to see. Yeah, I remember Buck Owens. My dad loved him back in the day. He had that red, white, and blue guitar. Red, white, and blue guitar. Man, this shit gets on my nerves sometimes. Yeah, she went high on that thing, dude. Way high up. All right, so this right here is happening in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is out of control. They beat and rob you in broad daylight. Look at this shit. This dude's getting his ass handed to him. By all these fucking people. Boom, he just got popped on. Boom, got popped on again. Popped on again. Popped on again. Again, again. And they jump on you like here. This shit reminds me of the Wild Kingdom. When you see uh, a bunch of lions attacking some shit or a bunch of hyenas attacking a lion or something, they got strength in numbers, but when they get bit, they run like hell. And other people kind of show up on the scene and scene and they run like some roaches when you turn the fucking lights on. Bitch ass motherfuckers. They love to gang up on people too. Boom, one hit there, boom, one hit there. Look like a white guy, boom, boom, boom. I can't tell. There's a lot of people got hoodies. Look like a bunch of black people beating the hell out of a white dude though, but hard to tell from here. I call it like I see him. Calling it like we see it. And carjack your ass. Yeah, they would. I like Roger Miller. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? 
What the hell does that mean? All right, so today's gun safety video is brought to you by this guy. Boom. CIA fucking was using that shit like it was a walking cane or something. Not even a walking cane. The, the barrel of the gun is on his foot. Three guesses to what's going to happen here. Oh, <laughs> he had trouble standing. They were trying to help. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they were there for their help. For sure. Boom. Shot me in my pinky toe. Y'all remember that? Harlem Nights? That was a great movie. Shot me in my pinky toe. And he's just going to stand there like, ooh, oh, what'd I do? Mm. Oh, I got a little bleedy. Uh, trigger warning for all the people that are squeamish about blood and whatnot. I need to keep remembering to do that. These next couple stories are going to have some gun violence going down. So uh, grab your gun and hop on away. Did you see his hop when he got out? Yeah, I think I'm going to rethink this robbery here. Assuming robbery. It was, he's a security guard. He's a security guard. He got this, the badge and shield. He's got some cuffs. And it looked like he had a sidearm right there. I was assuming that he was robbing the place. Why would he be just standing there with his gun on his foot? There's his handcuffs and shit you can see. And when he, t when he bends over right there, you can see he had his gun right there. Oh, he had another sidearm. Hop your ass onto the clinic. What a dumbass. Oh, yeah, that foot was leaking for sure. Welcome to the jungle. Here we go. Trigger warning right here. Suspect arrested in shooting. That left two wounded. The shooter told the police that Delhi employees had been stealing from his home. The shooter lives above the Delhi. I can't believe he got up and was calling. Oh my God. Like he can't believe that he's alive right now. He's like, he shot me in the head. Oh my God. I'm still, am I alive? What's going on? Thank goodness these motherfuckers are not good at shooting people. It, I mean, if they took a little bit of time with some target practice, they would be even more lethal. So I ain't trying to give nobody no pointers, but he comes back with a fully automatic weapon, or I can't really guess that it's fully automatic. I'm assuming things here. Actually, let me get out of the way. I was blocking all the action. Durr. Probably good that you didn't see all that, though. It's pretty graphic. Graphic warning for all the people that are squeamish. Yeah, remember the bodega worker that stabbed a guy to death? Yeah, he went to Rikers Island. He had a $1 million bail. If I'm wrong about that, let me know.
<laughs> he had a $1 million bail, and um, he ended up getting out, but then he ended up dying later. Like when he went home or whatever, he ended up having a stroke or a heart attack or something, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong about that. The Bogatas. What'd she call them? The Bogatas. Bodegas. No, that's what they're called, Bodegas. What did she call them that time? Oh, Dr. Jill. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now for some reason. Bogatas or some shit. Was it the Bogata? Or at least lean over the counter and make sure. The Bogata. The Bogada. Yeah, that was the... She had a particular rhythm with it. The Bogada. The Bogada. The Bogada. Now she said it. That's your doctor. You better show some respect. All right, so watch this guy walk right up on him and fucking get busy. I cannot believe that he's alive, dude. Don't they know they're not allowed to have those weapons? Don't they know we have strict gun laws in this country? They're pretty strict. You're not supposed to be able to do that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have a stroke when I read this headline? <laughs> uh, mother who realized she was gay at the same time as her husband came out as transgender says they're happier than ever as a lesbian couple. Ain't that so sweet? Oh my god, it's so sweet. Jenny, 37, and Sarah Barrett, 38, revealed secrets to each other on the same night. Sarah, formerly Sean, told her wife of 15 years, Jenny, that she was transgender. Immediately after, Jenny told her husband, That's okay. I think I'm gay. The couple from Arizona happily remain married and have two children. Oh, so sweet. I'm sure those kids are going to be just fine. They're going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. What 
the hell is even that? <laughs> what? Jenny, what are you talking about, Jenny? Are you fucking with me right now, or what the fuck? Jenny? I think I'm God, Jenny. Fuck out of here. They go together like twig and berries. For sure. Let me read this motherfucking raggedy ass article here. Do I even need to read the article? I think the headline pretty much covered it. Like, <laughs> Sonia says, read the article. <laughs> so you know I have to oblige. A mother of two has revealed how she told her husband she was gay. Most just moments after her partner came out as transgender, Jenny Barnett, oh, not Barnett, I'm so sorry, Jenny Barrett, 37, tied the knot 15 years ago to a man called Sean. But while they were happily remained married and devoted to their children, Morgan, 13, and Toby, 11, her husband is now transitioning and identifies as a woman called Sarah, 38. This is what Sonya reads in her spare time, you guys. The couple both teachers from Phoenix, Arizona, made their admissions to each other on the same night. With Jenny revealing that she was a lesbian. <laughs> Just moments after the bombshell revelation that she was Transformers more than meets the eye. Transformers more than meets the eye. Sarah has since gone undergone hormone therapy and breast augmentation and will have gender-affirming surgery next year, a.k.a. cut your dick off, after the procedure was pushed back because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Excuse me? I have things to do here. I don't have time to wait for your... Fucking pandemic. I ain't gonna cut my balls off, sir. Get over here and cut my fucking balls off, buddy. Jenny says her experience, their experience, hmm, okay, in turn helped their eldest son, Morgan, to become his true authentic self. And he came out as gay two years later. Oh, well, good for you, brother. Look at this guy's fucking chin. He's like, chiseled out, bro. I'm gonna hit these waves after I cut my dick off. Look at these kids. They're gonna be the same fucked up way. Whoopsie, kids. Pentatonics. That gay group. That group's stupid. Pentatonics? Who likes pentatonics in the chat? 
totally legitimate. Look what this guy is. Have you gone off your, your muffin, man? What's going on? Now posting regularly about their incredible story on social media and the couple have proved that love conquers all. I want to show other couples that relationships can survive a transition. They have a point to prove. Jenny recalled Sarah rolled over one evening in bed in 2016 and told me, I really need to talk to you. <laughs> you like that, don't you? What would you do if a dude rolled over? Now, every woman now is going to, when their man rolls over and says, I really need to talk to you. Like, we got finances we got to talk about. I don't know how I'm going to talk to this woman and tell her we're in trouble. She's going to think you're going to want to cut your nuts off. Frazier said, whoa, as an 80s kid, I'm impressed. You like that? More than meets the yarn. Whoa, man. Whoa, with all these men. Holy shit, they're both teachers. You guessed it, buddy. Let me finish. You're reading ahead. You're one of those types of kid that reads ahead. Can't wait for the rest of the class. I used to do that all the time, too. I was like, come on, people, catch up. Get your ass in the game. We're at school here. I'd come to realize why I'd always been so drawn to her. It was because of who she was on the inside. A woman and not her shell. I turned around and said, girl, that's okay. I think I got it. What's up, caller? Who am I speaking to? Hey, man. <laughs> what up? It's Boomhauer, man. Dude, you are killing me. What up, Boomhauer? <laughs> what up, Boomhauer? <laughs> Dude, just so you know. I've been listening to this shit for like, for like an hour. We went to bed, and when we went to bed, I put on my headphones, and I said, I'm going to listen to my show. <laughs> and it started. It started. It started with that fucking cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been laying in the bed for like an hour, for like a fucking hour, and I'm fucking going what? And, and I can't see because I put my phone down. I got my I got my AirPods in, and I've been laying in bed, and I'm trying to work. <laughs> and I hear this fucking crazy ass <laughs> 
And then, like, then you got Sonya and some crazy ass doggy porn bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I was I was doing good. I was doing good. Painted. I was like, man, I'm laying there going, God damn, what is he what is he watching? These motherfuckers are crazy. But then dude when you <laughs> when you just read that shit, whatever that was that you read, I started fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bed and Mrs. Boomhauer is asleep, snoring like a motherfucker, and I'm over there on the other side and I'm fucking going boom. I'm crying <laughs> up laughing. The whole bed is shaking and my fucking my I'm crying. I'm laughing my ass off. I can't handle myself. <laughs> I had to get I had to get up and I'm like, I gotta call this motherfucker because he's killing me. <laughs> So oh you so you didn't yeah. even get to hear oh uh, you didn't even get to see the videos I was playing but you were you were listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you like pow pow do shit. <laughs> and I'm like I'm the only think to myself like man they don't fucking tell them what's going on. <laughs> and, and then Sony goes read it read it. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya's in the house. Uh, Zato's in the house. Devin's in the house. Fawn's in the house. We got a full house tonight. Uh, oh, man. This is awesome. I'm fucking dying. I don't even know if I can listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're almost, we ain't even done yet. 
We got a while to go, so sit back and relax yourself. I hope you don't get in trouble. Mrs. Boomhauer always yells at you when whenever you get too laughing too much because of me. I feel like I get you in trouble. <laughs> She's gonna be up at like five forty-five. It's almost midnight. She's gonna be like, "Where the fuck did you go?" I'm fucking that goddamn rebel got me here. Keep it up, man. This shit's funny as a motherfucker, man. I love all you crazy bastards, man. See y'all. Be good. Hell yeah, man. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace out. Shout out to Boomhauer. I had no idea he was even going to call tonight. He told me he might do a surprise call one day. I had no idea it would be tonight. Ooh. That shit got my stomach hurting. <laughs> uh, I'm glad y'all have as much of a good time as I do on this damn show. I can't leave sometimes. I was telling Anthony, I said, dude, they won't let me leave because we just have so much fun over here. And he said, don't blame them. <laughs> I said, yeah, I can't really blame them. I'm the one doing the shit. I have too much fun with y'all. Back to this article. It goes further even. Oh, my lord. Falling head over heels in love after they met at a friend's house party in March 2004. Jenny and Sarah, who was assigned male at birth, how dare you, has been inseparable ever since. Jenny recalled, we met through a friend at an Arizona State University where we were both training to be teachers. Oh, how surprising, you perverted fuckers. Sarah, who went by Sean back then, had a crush on me straight away, but unfortunately, I was taken. Three years later, when he found out I'd be broken up with my ex, he got our friend to throw a house party so we could meet. How generous. Always a joke. No, I'm sorry. We always joke that he was my stalker. But we really been inseparable ever since. I knew that he was the one as soon as he gave me a killer head massage at the same night. This is a dude. No, thank you. This is Sean, Sarah, a.k.a. Relaxing at the Pool. The couple made their admission to each other. In 2016, on the same night. Look at this. Fucking hairbrush, they are popping. This is um goddamn rainbow pop. Oh fuck me, this is this shit is famous. Look at this shit, it's famous as fuck. At Mickey Mouse, well with these stupid fucking Mickey Mouse ears, you fuckers should be ashamed of yourselves. Which head, yeah, for sure. You can use your imagination. Jenny, Sarah, Morgan, 
Toby, visit Disneyland. What the fuck did I just tell you? Disney fucking line. Jenny said that their realization in 2016 helped their son Morgan, who came out as gay, two years later, to become his true, authentic self. That's some language manipulation. It's true, authentic self. You better get your ass out of here. I told myself, I play hard to get after he left a voicemail train to set up a second date. I waited 20 minutes before calling his ass back. That's how hard I was to get. 20 minutes. After breaking up for the summer holidays in April 2004. The pair split their time between Jenny and Sarah's homes. And in June that later that year, Sarah felt confident she had met the woman she wanted to stay with for the rest of her life. What? Sarah took me to a petty vantage point. Pretty, I can't read what's happening. Overlooking Mount Mingus in the Black Hills of Yapa Bacapacapala country. A large mountain range in central Arizona, Jenny recalled. We had a picnic with cheese and wine. And when I turned back from admiring the view, there was a red rose and an engagement ring on it. Oh, so sweet. Very so sweet, you guys. Mount Mingus. Mount Cunnilingus, more like it. Am I right? <laughs> Moving in together for their final year of studies. In September 2004, the couple... Bent to tie the knot on December 18, 2005. I need to move this fucking window open a little more. I can't read this shit. It's cut off. Can you guys read this shit? Okay, we're back in business. Okay, okay, okay. At the time, Jenny knew nothing about her partner's gender confusion. But now says her attitude to the wedding preparations should have been a sign. She laughed. Ah! didn't clock it at the time. But looking back at the wedding, Sarah was a bit of a bridezilla. That little hussy. I was happy to elope and get married with just two. Just us two. You know. But she organized. This is, is this spelled correctly? Devin, is this spelled correctly? I don't think it is. This is not spelled correctly. O-R-G-A-N-I-S-E-D. That's organized. There's no Z in there. Okay, whatever. Every part of the day, the big day, from tableware to the venue, all I did was try on the dress and turn it up. Settling into married life. The couple's family felt complete after the birth of their sons in 2007 and 2009. 
Some weirdos, bro. Look at this fucking bro, dude. What the fuck? Everything had an S is now instead of a Z. Mandela effect. Hmm, okay. I think it's language manipulation that I like to try to move words around and shit and try to, um, uh, pleaded, pled, pleaded. You better get your ass out of here. That shit's pled. It's always been pled. He pled guilty. Pleaded. That's pleaded skirts, motherfucker. Talking about the wrong type of pleaded. Better get your ass out of here. In hindsight, Jimmy finds it sad that despite their happiness, Sarah was suppressing who she really was. She said, I've since learned that Sarah has always had the strong desire to wear women's clothing, but that she felt ashamed. She would try on her mom. Ah, oh, fuck, no, that's it right there. Mom's bikini. That makes me feel weird when I say mom. That shit's weird, bro. Bikini on her sister's clothes, but it's always in secret. After she came to the college, she was suppressed those desires. But after Toby was born, Jenny started to notice Sarah's unusual shopping habits. Jenny said, Sarah, would you come home with a pair of silk pajamas? Clearly for women, and asked if it was weird if she wore them. She started buying a lot of clothes like that, which were on edge of what is seen as male or female. She would wear a night nighty to bed, and on date nights, she'd be wearing countless layers of clothes with bra underneath so no one could see. The fuck out of here. I noticed something was going on, but wasn't hurting anybody, so I left it. Slowly, she started replacing her boxer shorts with women's lingerie. After getting rid of all of her men's underoos. I didn't say anything, no. It was as if we both silently agreed not to discuss it. Maybe it was some sort of method. Who knows? Within a couple of years, Sarah had amassed an entire section, second wardrobe of women's clothing. Jenny said, for a long time, she just pretended all the clothes were for me. One item that really sticks out is a pink strappy satin top that was very out of my clothing style. <laughs> it totally didn't make sense for her to buy me that. I never wear pink, satin, or strappy. What this bitch talking about? I kept it in my closet without ever wearing it. We took a look back and laugh about it now. Hi, Mama. Here's my baby. Hey, there came. 
That's the sweetest little Heather can. What are you doing, woman? Knocking the show off the rails. Coming in here with your madness. What are you doing? Say hi to everybody. Her husband is not the frumpy one. He looked frumpy to me. He looked pretty frumpy. She's wearing a strappy all the time now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got the, did he get the chop? Got them nuts smashed. Got that satchel elongated, turned inside out. Boy, you turn me upside down. Round around. It's because she's saying he wanted the satin. Yeah. Yep, Heather's giving kisses. We're almost through this train wreck. You can blame Sonya for this madness. I blame Sonya. Guess what? I blame Sonya. We look back and laugh about it now. It was like we both just agreed to pretend it didn't exist. It was the elephant in the room we didn't talk about. I didn't tell anyone either. As we run in the same circles, so if I told my friends or my family, would feel like I was sharing Sarah's innermost secrets with people close to both of us. Then, in 2012, Sarah started wearing women's clothes when she began teaching remotely online. She was getting a little female boner by teaching kids in her Female attire. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Thinking that her wife would not know. Jenny said the class couldn't see what she was wearing, but from the moment me and the kids were out of the door, she would slip in on some heels and a skirt. Then 20 minutes before we were due home, she would set an alarm to get changed. I knew she was wearing the clothes at home, though. It was obvious that if she had an entire fucking wardrobe of women's clothes, she would be wearing them somewhere. Teaching from home was the perfect place for her to do some weird shit. There were clues, too. I'd be doing laundry. And there would be some women's clothes that definitely hadn't worn. I hadn't worn. So I knew Sarah must have been wearing them. People never believed me. I can honestly say that after, I never felt any betrayal or sense of being lied to. <laughs> yeah, don't blame me. I deserve a raise. Hashtag the greatest co-host in the history of the internet's Miss Sonya Scrapbook. <laughs> I'll cre give credit where credit is due, young lady. I guess by that point, our relationship, I already knew that 
this there was trans. Looking back, part of me was scared to have my own suspicions confirmed. Another part of me didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to point no fingers and be wrong. I didn't want to... I, I didn't feel like it was my place. We've had conversations since about this time in our lives, and it turns out we were both silently Googling. I was looking up, is my partner a transgender? And Sarah was Googling, am I transgender? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do it no more. You're killing me. <laughs> oh. During that period, I did the grieving for my husband <laughs> in private way before Sarah came out. It was mostly when I went to bed. I hit the pillow, and he'd be hit by a few tears. Unable to shut off my mind. But it was all-consuming. I made the decision to pers persevere and to be with Sarah regardless. She's my soulmate. Look at this, guys. What is my soulmate right here? I mean, I didn't know you guys are, but this is my soulmate. It was pre looking pretty grim, though. Looking back. But I knew that Sarah would tell me when she was ready. I wasn't worried about the boys finding out at that point. We used the wardrobe to hide their presence. Hold up. I wasn't worried about the boys finding out at that point. As we used the wardrobe to hide their presence. It was the last place they'd ever look. You see how this shit all ties in together with kids and weird shit? Get the fuck out of here. They know their parents' room is off limits. But hiding who she really is, really was, was soon was starting to take its toll on Sarah. Jenna said, Sarah started becoming withdrawn and shutting herself away. She wasn't filled with the same light. I turned to her and I said, I think you're depressed, girl. Eventually, it was the couple's suspicions that led their eldest boy, Morgan, might be gay, that gave Sarah the courage to address her own demons. We suspected Morgan was gay. Since he was about two years old, said Jenny. He just can't hide it. Not that we would ever want him to. I mean, come on. He was born singing theme tunes and being over the top. He was Desmond is amazing up in this bitch. As he started secondary school in 2016, Sarah and I discussed how he wanted it. We wanted him to be comfortable enough to come out as a gay. And he was true, authentic self. 
That's what drove Sarah to hold up a mirror to herself and come out as trans. Jenny? If she couldn't be herself, be honest with Morgan, how could she expect him to be honest with himself? Vowing to stay together after Sarah came out in 2016. The couple told their children. Jenny continued. Kids don't ever. Kids don't overcomplicate things. We explained that daddy had a girl's brain and that it was in the wrong body. But doctors could fix it. Toby took it really well. But Morgan was upset for a while. Maybe as he was confused too. He was crying in bed that same night. But when Sarah promised they could still play Minecraft together, he was straight up, bitch. He didn't give a fuck. Now we're both Jewish. The boys call Sarah Ema, Hebrew for mother. After months of counseling and being given the green light to start transitioning. In May 2017, Sarah officially came out on Facebook just hours before flying to Hawaii, USA for a 10-day family holiday. Where are these motherfuckers from? With the moms and shit. Everyone was so positive and supportive. When they read the post, Jenny said, It was the beginning of the next chapter for all of us. Started hormone therapy, Jenny, on 20... July 17, 2017. Sarah now takes a combination of testosterone blockers and estrogen every day. Describing what it was like seeing Sarah go through a secondary puberty. Jenny said it was similar to having a third child in the house. What did I tell you people? It's all got to do with the kids, god damn it. She continued, there were a lot of tears and mood swings for the first two or, two, two or so years, but it was amazing being able to see the shift in Sarah's body. Within six months, fat just started to move around. She started to develop, developing a more womanly figure, growing little breasts and getting higher cheekbones. Can your cheekbones move like that? I don't think your cheekbones be moving, homie. I don't know. I'm not no doctor. That's for damn sure. After a year, over a year after starting hormone therapy, Sarah paid $4,400 to have breast augmentation in 2018. Initially intending to complete her transition, complete her transition with gender confirming surgery when the, the testes and penis are removed to create a vagina the vulva and the clitoris la, 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 la. they're lesbians by the way la, 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 la. in june this year as a result of the covid19 pandemic 
Cyrus operation has been pushed back to 2021. We're going back in time on this motherfucker. Two years ago, I wonder if they still together if they broke the fuck up. Cut your nuts off and now she want to break up with your ass? You crazy. Because we're both teachers. The only time Sarah can have the surgery done is over summer holidays, which is quite hefty recovery. Jenna had explained. She's very eager to get it done. But COVID-19 had just messed that all up. I'm continuing looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, too. I don't think this is going to change anything for us, even in the bedroom. You don't think so? He won't be able to fuck you with his wee-wee no more. That's going to be a big old change. Or maybe he never did. Who knows what happened up in there. Since Sarah came out, we've been closer than ever. In all ways. And when we are being intimate, we act as if that were part of her isn't there. The ding-dong. Ding-dong, your bitch is dead. Ding-dong, bitch. Wicked old bitch. Describing themselves in an LGBT family as an LGBT family. Since Sarah began her transition, the couple have been posting their about their journey on Instagram. Jenny said, even when Sarah came out, it was very different. Our world out there for trans representation. Looking online, there was so little about trans couples. Especially married ones who happily stayed together. Now I hope we can just show people, other people out there, that this is possible to weather the storm. We're so proud of our LGBT family. All they we do always say that after Morgan came out in 2018, Toby must have felt left out. Oh boy. He jokes about he's gonna have to come out as bisexual to fit in. You fucking understand me? This is crazy as shit. This is all about trying to fuck with these kids. You better get your ass out of here. Counting the days until her adrenal confirming surgery next year, Sarah cannot wait to reach the milestone. Sarah said, I feel like that's the final chapter in our journey. And I can't wait to achieve it. It's the final barrier stopping me from entirely seeing myself as a woman. I used to hate looking in at my body. And I never wanted to see myself naked. Now I finally like what I see. Apart from one part. That ding dong. There's no rule book to being trans. But this is something I know I need to do. And it's fantastic to know that Jenny and our boys will be support me all the way. Oh, that's so fucking sweet. Wow. Wow, we. That was a long article. Shout out to Sonya for that craziness right there. God damn, that was a crazy article. <laughs> this fool is retarded. This is the rumble part. <laughs> 
Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> uh, transmission change. Big old change in the bedroom. 4400 for some titties. Yeah, man. Oh, Zato had to peace out. Peace out. I didn't know Zato left. I was doing my rendition of the crazy person. Yep, that would be some Sonya shit. She had the, the puppy video earlier. I thought I was coming out swinging with my video, and she hit me in the mouth with that shit, and I'm like, oh, damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're getting close to being done, guys. Give me just a moment here. I think we're almost done. Just need to check my... News feed here one more time. Make sure I got everything, all the issues covered. I'm sure I forgot something. I usually forget one or two things. That's something we can uh, deal with on the next one. After this show, we're going to be doing a music show. Yes, this is one I did want you guys to see. This was a young lady. Uh, Sarah says, Woke culture is hurting women by not seeing what we can all see. Last month, a 24-year-old, Nashali Alma, was exercising at her apartment complex. When she noticed the man at the door trying to enter the gym, this is what not to do. I buzzed him in and he came inside. My thought process was it was just another dude coming in to work out. So I didn't mind, I didn't think of anything out of that. As soon as he was approaching me, I pushed him. I said, bro, what the F are you doing? Get away from me, stop trying to touch me. And he started chasing me around the bench and we ended up on the other side of the gym. I'm grateful that she came forward. I'm, I know that her story is going to be an inspiration to other women. Like he was trying to mount my her from behind. To never give up. Uh, my parents always told me in life to never give up on, on anything. And that's one thing I always kept in my mind when I was fighting him. As, as long as you don't give up, you fight back, you show him that you are strong, that you are one, that you're able to fight back and survive this and get out of the situation, I believe it's possible. Is that shit fucked up or what? Like she went and opened the door for the dude. Ladies, pro tip, if that person can't get into your gym with his own membership card and all that shit, that can track him actually getting in there. If it's a secure location, I don't know all the details there. Don't let these motherfuckers in. Situational awareness. She could have took one of those... Uh, no, that was at the uh, uh, her apartment complex gym. Like you, you go down to the. You probably have them at your place, or you have uh, the gym that you work out, and it's in the same building or whatever. 
or you go to a particular section in your apartment complex. Whenever he was at the door, I buzzed him in and he came inside. My thought process was it was just another dude coming in to work out. So I didn't mind, I didn't think of anything out of that. As soon as he was approaching me, I pushed him. I said, bro, what the F are you doing? Get away from me. Stop trying to touch. Yeah, when she started pushing him right there straight away. She should have just hauled off and cold cocked that motherfucker, started wailing on him. Some women will fight your ass. He's never met somebody that'll fight him like that, and that's what y'all need to do. Don't be a target. Don't just sit there and be like, oh, excuse me, get, leave me alone. Get, get away from me. Leave me alone. No, you go upside that motherfucker's head like a wildcat. Scratch his fucking eyeballs out. Poke his fucking eyeballs out. Don't be squeamish about it. These motherfuckers are trying to hurt you. He started chasing me around the bench, and we ended up on the other side of the gym. Yeah, Sonya said, except that other dude coming to work out already has a pass key. Yeah, which will be tracked if it's to him. Who knows? I don't know exactly how they all work. But if you go to a hotel and you do your hotel key on that lock, it tells you, okay, this was this person doing it at this time. Yep, grab one of those dumb dumbbells and ring that dumbass's bell. Yep, all this equ equipment around, those are plenty of weapons are right there for her. Take one of those motherfuckers, balk him upside his fucking head, or throw it through that window and just take off running. You know what I mean? You got plenty of options there. Don't just sit there and be a victim. I'm grateful that she came forward. I'm, I know that her story is going to be an inspiration to other women. Yep, that sack was wide open, lady, the old tried and true uh, foot to the satchel. He was like mounting her from behind right there, though. He was trying to get the the old uh, rear naked poke on her right there. And he just gives up finally. He was gassed out. My advice would be... Right there, boom, boom. I'll be letting this fucking ass have it. Boom, boom. They don't, they don't expect a lift. You hit that motherfucker in the mouth with the left, hit him in his balls, right there, her knee. Ladies, knees are very important. If you watch kickboxing at all, they get them legs involved, and motherfuckers are ready for you to swing. They're holding your arms right here. He is off balance. You see this target right here? Straight up target. Let him have it. That fucking knee right to that satchel, that motherfucker would have dropped. He would have dropped, and that would have been the last time he ever attacked any fucking body. I can tell you that shit. Studies show that women get attacked over being polite. Yes, ma'am. You let these motherfuckers know that you ain't the one. Like, motherfucker, don't fuck with me. Knee to the nuts. She's got shoes on. Kick him in his nuts. That'd probably be one of her shoes that fell off right there. It might have been his. Looks like he had flip-flops on or some shit, too. Let me go back to it. I don't know why Twitter resets itself like that. What are you, dumb? I need to pull that clip too from Jason. You dumb or something.
I have random thoughts while I'm doing the show. Sorry about that. Yeah, so his satchel was wide open right there. Me. He started chasing me around the bench and we ended up on the other side of the gym. And so he wasn't really coming to chase her really fast. Like he, she ain't going nowhere. She ain't going toward the front door. She ain't running away. Or maybe he wanted her to go outside. That could be another thing. And you could have another asshole outside waiting for you. Never let your guard down. Taking a self-defense tour, of course. Taking some kickboxing. That shit will save you a life because they're not expecting you to fight back. Like her knee right there in his nuts several times. And I get it. Like while you're being attacked, you don't really think of some things. But that knee to the satchel will drop that motherfucker. You don't have to have a lot of skill. You understand me? It was a news reporter about how they let men help them with their bags to the car or give directions, etc. And this shit gives me... Uh, I get pissed off because... A motherfucker can't be nice to a woman anymore without them thinking that you're a straight creeper. That shit pisses me off. Like, bitch, I ain't trying to creep on you. I'm just trying to be nice. Like, you want me to treat you like a fucking piece of shit? That, that's no problem, but that's not the way I was raised. You know what I mean? I wasn't raised to act like that and treat women like that, so please don't make me treat you the way that you're asking me to. Antony! Dude, you missed some fucking comedy in this bitch tonight. We've been having a good time. Yeah, hit that motherfucker thought twice. The one dude that really got me is when he was saying, "What the fuck good is he?" He was uh, I was uh, he he stole Broomhauer's property. And I said, uh, dude, we just want his property back. Like, I ain't trying to fuck with you or nothing. I just want his property back. Yeah, why is Anthony red? Why are you red, Anthony? Why are you red, Anthony? Um, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, why are you red? I don't know. Let me go back. If there's anything different between you guys' names. No, I don't see anything different between y'all's names other than the color. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just wanted to get the property back and dude was acting like he didn't want to give it up. He's like, why can't he come ask for it himself? And this dude was bigger than me even. And he's my little brother. So of course, he and that's his best friend. Supposedly. Yeah, you're in timeout, dude. You in trouble now. So uh, then he said, well, if he can't come and uh, get his own shit or whatever, don't remember the exact phrasing other than the words, what the fuck good is he? And when he said that, I kicked that motherfucker in his chest as hard as I could. Long story short, we got that shit back. <laughs> I 
That's a good point, Fonz. Because uh, he ain't blue. This graphic for uh, the ladies in the house. This is a dude hitting a woman, so it's a pretty graphic video, but I got to show it because it's a school video, and people need to know what's going on in schools. When I see these things, this reminds me of a prison and people fighting in a prison. Don't ever call my mama a hoe. And this lady, this woman is convulsing right here. Like he Superman punched her. He fucking Superman punched her right there at the beginning. That's what knocked her out. She was already out. Watch. Boom, he hits her right there. She is already out before she hits the ground. Possibly could have had some uh, head injury there from hitting her head on the ground right there. He missed the second shot. See how he hit the concrete? Boom, he hit the concrete. Sec the, his third punch hits, fourth punch hits, and she was already knocked out two punches ago. And then he says, don't ever call my mama a hoe. And you better wake your dumb fucking... Juvenile detention going to ass up. You going to jail, you dumb bastard. Yeah, she's wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask. They're both wearing masks. Sucker move. Yeah, they always do some sucker shit all the time. Half of these pussies can't fight. If you, if you ch challenge them to a one-on-one -on -one fight... They would get their ass handed to them. They know they, all they know is sneak attacks, ganging up on people, beating on women and shit. I don't know what she did to him to make him do that, but totally uncalled for. But schools are like prisons. That's my whole fucking point. Here's your girlfriend. I think that. These people, these fascists out there like DeSantis, they think that we're just going to sit back and let them do whatever they want. No, we're not. We've, been, we've seen this movie before, okay? Those of us who lived in the 60s and 70s, yeah. we saw this movie. There, was many, there were many, many fascist uh, tactics coming down the, the pike from Nixon and the rest of these fascists. That's what they are. I think that they, these people... These so she's on the Antifa bandwagon now. She's talking about everybody being fascist and shit. Watch her face, too. Does she seem like she has a tick in her right eye? Watch this I shit. I think they, these people, these fascists out there like DeSantis, they think that we're just going to sit back and let them do whatever they want. No, we're not. We've, been, we've seen this movie before, okay? Those of us who lived in the 60s and 70s, yeah. we saw this movie. There, was many, there were many, many fascist tech, uh, tactics coming down the, the pike from Nixon and the rest of these fascists. That's what they are. I think they, these people... These she got that tick. I bet she got that tick from that shot, too. Tick-tock shot. Yeah, I can't stand those hoes. They're telling DeSantis he's a fascist and all that shit. All these fascist people, fascist, fascist, fascist. The spew. <laughs> yeah, she can't even spell fascist.
What movie? Let me make sure that was all of the this news stories because I thought we were just doing. I've been having that damn George Santana song in my head all day. Maria, Maria. Yeah, y'all seen John Legend's bitch ass out here pushing the shot again. Every parent out there, life with little kids can be a juggling act. Luna's got stands, Miles has basketball, plus they both have school and their own personalities. And now we've got a little baby in the house. But I wouldn't trade being a dad for anything in the world. I love being there for my special moments with my kids. That's why my health is such a priority to me and why I got an updated COVID-19 booster. My family did too. I encourage you to talk to your healthcare provider and go to vaccines.gov to check eligibility and schedule an appointment today. Go get your shot today, you fucking peasants. Okay. I know I'm talking to every parent. Out- <laughs> How much money did he get paid to do that shit, you think? Yeah, this is recent, honey. It's uh, Viva just posted this, actually. Uh, it was the February the 15th. I follow him and he he replied back to it. <laughs> I love V because he likes starting shit. <laughs> I think I would get along good with him because I always wanted to be an attorney when I was a kid. And he likes to start shit and I like to start shit. <laughs> he says, hey, John Legend, if I follow your medical advice and suffer an adverse reaction, can I sue you for damages? <laughs> Uh, fuck yeah. He's pretty, probably good. Yeah, I said George Santana. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I meant to say Carlos Santana. I'm moving. I'm moving, man, all the time. Moving, moving, moving. I got to moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd encourage you to mind your own business and your own business and explain your wife's pedo like tweets. Oh yeah, dude. She's, she's definitely one of those. And, uh, one time I saw an interview where she was, they were asking her like, where's the, I think the question might've been, where's the weirdest place that y'all have had sex? And then she said, uh, the white house or the Obama. I think she said the Obama party. I'd have to find it. Yeah. Axel Foley. We moving, we moving. I need to pull that clip too. Axel Foley clips. Jericho Green got me thinking about it when he was talking about Inspector Todd. I was like, man, Beverly Hills Cop was a great movie. You think he got a million dollars for that ad? He probably did. Enough to where he could just say a few words and put that logo in behind him, go get your vaccines. If that shit worked as as much as they said it did, they wouldn't have to push it as hard as they do. It would just be a thing. They'd come out and be like, dude, we're getting awards left and right. Are y'all doing Pulitzer Prize winning work? 
you're making the be the world a better place and you can examine all of our um evidence you can ex explore all of the findings research it's all there for you overdoses is a high priority nicole all right evan thank you for that well, new today, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman back in the hospital, checking himself into Walter Reed today to treat clinical depression. The Democratic senator is still recovering from a stroke he suffered last May and voluntary, voluntarily opted for this inpatient treatment. Fetterman's chief of staff says he's experienced depression off and on throughout his life, and it became more severe in recent weeks. So joining me now is Dr. Daniel Bober, a psychiatrist, and Dr. Thomas Pitts, a board Does he even understand what depression is in his mental for state? Giving us some of your time, Dr. Bober, we'll start with you. Talk about the significance of this announcement from an elected official. Well, it's very worrisome. You know, when people. Yeah, Anthony, I said uh, he was probably sad because he lost his neck buddy. They cut his neck buddy off, and now he's all feeling lonesome. Poor neck buddy become hospitalized for depression generally for two reasons either they're acutely suicidal or they're unable to care for themselves hygiene uh eating drinking not getting out of bed yeah the uh going back a couple seconds ago there sonia the uh flight logs were already released but they're about to release the names on the client list like from uh Gislaine maxwell Everybody, the clients that we've been waiting for, like, okay, she's in jail. Who were her clients? That list is about to come out. So when you see all these other news stories, get ready for those things to fall between the cracks because nobody's going to talk about it except this motherfucking show right here. You better be here. Be here. Be queer, bitches. <laughs> unable to function. So obviously uh, this is very concerning and uh, it's something that he needs to be treated for aggressively. And Dr. Pitts, we know Fetterman uh, has had health complications involving his stroke. Uh, could it be that this possibly complicated or fueled this most recent uh, diagnosis or this stent now in inpatient treatment? Thanks for having me, Nicole, for sure. I mean, depression is the most common mood disorder after stroke, and it comes from two things. One, loss of function. You see he has appendicular weakness and his arm and speech issues, but also from the actual damage to the frontal or, or sometimes frontal temporal lobe itself, you can have dysregulation of mood. So absolutely, the stroke played a role, but I like that he's normalizing. The stroke played a role. Would this be the first one that he did? They got him all loop-de-loop, -loop, or is this a new one now? They're saying he's even more loopy. Uh, no, Sonia, if he can't serve for any reason, if he gets sick or he dies, his wife can take his position. Laura Loomer said that she thinks that this whole thing was just to get Fetterman in there. He will be removed, and then she will be in there, and she's an illegal or something. She's not even from this country, as far as I know. Uh, did I see his wife? Lots of people. I sent it to you today. What did you send to me today? Oh, the woman? 
Yeah, I know it. I know what his wife looks like. When did you send it to me? Let me look. No, you didn't send me anything today. Unless it was some Snapchat dumb shit. Boy, I hate me some Snapchat. I don't know if y'all get on that dumbass program, but I can't stand that damn app. Oh, yeah, the, the Hodge twins dropped the flight list. Yeah, we know who's on the flight list, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who's on the flight list. Anybody and everybody that you ever looked up to as an actor, musician, anybody like that, they're all on that shit. So you would assume that um, Epstein was grooming everybody and try to see who he can get to come back for a second trip. Was that all just a one trip or were these repeated trips like Clinton and Gates, his lovely lady lumps. Yeah, I hate Snapchat too. It's dumb. But yeah, I just saw your message on there, and I did see the Hodge twins video. I watched it. It was entertaining as usual, but I've already seen the flight list. We've already seen the flight list. I want the client list. I want the client list. People, wake up. treatment for mental health disease my my compliments 28 times for Absolutely. clinton dr barbara we know that about one in four american adults yeah um, so i'm not gonna listen to these idiots talk about how you didn't went up doing some dumb shit with his his stroke and all that shit but his wife she's gonna be the one in there probably not guaranteed who knows for sure but and when it's revealed rebel guess what Guess what? Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Ain't a damn thing going to happen in this motherfucker. Yep. I would guess that as well. Nothing's going to happen. Epstein was getting that blackmail log. Dude, there's no telling how many... Um. Yeah, I'll show his wife. Hang on. I can't remember what her name is, but somebody will show. Yeah, here's the article. Here's the sorry, the tweet from Laura Luma right here. She says uh, it was November ninth. 2022 i posted this on my telegram i mean how spot on was i you heard it here first i told you fetterman would have a hospitalization weeks after his victory and his illegal immigrant wife from brazil would take his place and this was her shit with regards to john fetterman being declared the winner of the pa senate race tonight Scoop, you heard it here first. In the next few weeks, Fetterman will step down for medical reasons and he will be replaced by his wife, Gisley 
Barreto Fetterman, who is an illegal alien from Brazil. Her uncle was a Brazilian spy who got her connected with politics. She will become the first ever illegal alien member of the U.S. Senate. That's why Dems pushed John Fetterman into office despite being unable to speak after having a stroke. The wives of senators can fill their vacant spots if they get sick or die. This is what the GOP tried to do when John McCain died. The goal was always to get his wife into office, but they couldn't run her given she's an illegal alien. And here she says here, the goal was to run even though she was an, because she's an illegal alien. This is how they will install the first ever illegal alien member of the U.S. Senate. And Laura Loomer, she's got uh, blocked off of every fucking thing. And what I tell you before, when when somebody's been banned off some shit all over the fucking place, they probably telling you the truth. It's not always the case, but most of the time. Yeah, she wasn't voted. She doesn't have to be. Yes, ma'am, I will send that to you. Oh, shoot, I have to find it again. I have it saved on my bookmarks, and I follow her too, so. I'm going to send it to you, to your direct messages. There, Miss Sonia. Dickity-bam. Yeah, and here's his wife right here. There she is. I mean, I'm going to be 150% honest with you. She is definitely not my type. Her face is not attractive to me whatsoever. But, I mean, she's not the ugliest thing in the bunch, and she definitely looks better than his ass. She's out of my league. Just a fool to believe I got anything she knew. She liked her way. To him, anyway, you know what I mean? Look at that neck, buddy. Don't tell me he went and got that thing removed off there and he ain't missing him. And a leftist is in charge of Brazil, isn't he? Yeah, they just elected a new guy and uh, Biden went down there to meet with the dude. Or no, he came to the White House to meet with Biden. Yeah, here she is again. I mean, every man likes a different horse, I guess, but I'm not a rider on this one. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to let y'all get that one. They did a fang fang spy plan, you think? Well, according to what Laura Loomer says, Robbie Starbucks says John Fetterman checked into Walter Reed last night where he's hospitalized now to get the Inpatient treatment for severe clinical depression. Hmm. 
While I disagree with Federman, mental health issues are no joke. Getting help is always the right call. Blah, blah, blah. If I was married to that, I'd get mental issues too. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, Anthony McQuaid's in here. He's late. I've been keeping him up late. Working him hard. Uh, I think that was probably it on the news stories, everybody. Let me double check for the third time. I definitely appreciate y'all being here, though. You know that. I love having a good time with you guys. We always have fun here. Make sure you share out the stream, share out the channel with people. Follow me on all the different platforms and what nits. Oh, it's right there. Boom, follow me on those platforms. Follow me on the Twitter, follow me on the Insta Jams. Make sure y'all watch that Earth 2100. Boom, Howard, did you watch that Earth 2100, man? I know I tell y'all to watch a lot of different shit, but... Uh, it's under the playlist on the channel playlist. You guys go find it there. It's under show sources, I believe. You watch the replay uh, all day from Sonya's channel. Where's your AOC clip? I didn't have an AOC clip for you this time. Is that going to be mandatory that when Boom Howard comes in, I need to have an AOC clip queued up, ready to go? <laughs> yeah, five hours worth of streaming like a motherfucker. I think that's going to be it for me, though. For this stream, if you guys... Oh, actually, this is the very last one. Let me make sure. Yeah, this is the very last one. Um, I don't know if you guys follow poker or not. But it doesn't matter if you don't follow it or not. What matters is what he's about to say right here. I wish I would have never got the vaccine. What's that? I wish I never would have got the vaccine. I never did. I've been uh, having chest pain ever since I had that thing. Really? Yeah. Still, you're still having it? Yeah, every time to time. Oh, and they're saying that you get uh, hard arteries. And yeah, 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 yeah. So I need to go get it checked oh, out. But, I mean, but ever since, dude, it's just... That's horrible. It's been weird. I held out. I held out until like a month ago. Not even a month ago. Oh, is that right? Why did you decide to get it then? Because I wanted to come play the World Series. Oh, they didn't have that guideline this right now. Pardon me? They didn't Jack have that. As a foreigner, you oh, he was about to say, as a foreigner, you have to have the vaccine to play at that. Damn it, let me go back to it again. Twitter. You're working on my nerves. 
I wish I would have never got the vaccine. I mean, What's that? I wish I never would have got the vaccine. I never did. I uh, I've been having chest pain ever since I had that thing. Really? Yeah. Still, you're still having it? Yeah, every time to time. Oh, and they're saying that you get uh, hard arteries. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to go get it checked out. Oh, but, I mean, but ever since, dude, it's just. That's horrible. It's been weird. I held out. I held out until like a month ago. Not even a month ago. Oh, is that right? Why did you decide to get it then? I don't want to come play the World Series. Well, they didn't have that guy behind this right now. Pardon me? They didn't have that. He's a foreigner. You can't get into West. Brian Kim also sent to the rail earlier. I wish I would have never got the vaccine. So that was from the Canadian Independent. So in order to go in to play that in Canada, you got to have the shot in your booty hole. Yep, RIP to poker, dude. Good night, uh, Hidden. We're about to wrap this thing up. Thank you guys for hanging out with me so long as you did. That was the last story of the evening. Thank you guys for the laughs. I definitely had a fun time again, as usual. Follow me on all them platforms, which all you guys do in here. Speaking to the new folks in there, I, th I hope you had a good time watching this madness. I'm going to end this stream and give me about... 20 minutes and uh, maybe 30 minutes and uh, we'll start this music jam we ain't gonna go along music jam tonight I promise do some quick hits and have fun then we out this bitch they track you with an app in Canada for your jab yeah what's that thing called anyway uh, Trudeau was all about making that stupid ass shit I left my ass off. Y'all kept me up with that goofy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell Mrs. Boomhauer I'm sorry about that. I always get you in trouble with my comedy. She understands, though. She's fun. She'd be like, Boomhauer. He's over there laughing for no reason, acting like a damn moron. And we're on the phone laughing together like y'all saw. We didn't even got to communicate. He calls and we start laughing. And she's over like, what are you laughing at? And he's trying to explain like he did when he was calling, but you can't get a word in, a word out. That's why Viva came to the States. Yeah, I think he actually, uh, did I send you that Locals interview? I think I did. Yeah, yeah, I did send you that Locals interview. I thought it was good. He was excited about being there. He he's very intelligent. He, he had that, uh, I also sent you that link for the COVID uh, doctor. Um, he had a, not a debate with him, but he was just basically asking questions. And that doctor had a lot of questions too. And Viva was right on point. Every fucking question, he had something for him. And as soon as he was done with that one, he had another one. What about this? What about this? What about that? And he was like, oh, uh, good question. Yeah, that is some bullshit. He said bullshit several times. And, uh, if Devin was still in here, it's the, uh, reply guy. I never knew who he was, but every time Donald Trump tweeted something, he was the first motherfucker to reply. And it seemed like his comments were always highlighted. Everybody was always replying to his shit, but he was always the first one to reply to Trump's tweets. So uh, he got the nickname Reply Guy. And uh, that's the dude that they had he had on there today. So it was a good one. Rebel got that Freemasonry star on his shirt. Yeah, come and get this motherfucker. Come and take it. Freemasonry star on my shirt with a big cannon on there. Come and take it.
The Viva thing was not about locals. It is a debate. Uh, the, the Viva thing that I sent you with just the interview, um, it wasn't a debate necessarily, but he is a left-handed doctor. He don't like Trump. But at the chat was tearing his ass up, and he was like, I could tell by your chat that uh, he was like, I don't like being in a, an echo chamber. That's why I want to have open discussions with other people like what you were talking about, Sonia. And um, it was a really good interview, so it wasn't necessarily a debate, but he got him on several things to kind of admit shit was bullshit and question why they're doing certain things. And him being a legitimate doctor... He was questioning things too. And like, why does this shit make sense? And I'm hitting up Viva. I'm like, dude, ask him why, what, what's up with the TikTok nurses? And then they got on to the, uh, 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 the fetuses in the shot and shit. He admitted that. And he also admitted that, uh, like those, those tissues, uh, there are aborted babies all the time anyway. So, uh, he stopped short of saying, well, why not just use that tissue because it's available. It's going to be thrown away. It's going to be disposed of anyway. Why not use it for scientific purposes? Da, 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 da. And then they were talking, talking about being organ donors. And, uh, Viva said, yeah, you know, I signed a thing on a license cause I want to help people in this and that. And I said straight up in that chat, they harvest your organs, whether you like it or not on that, that license, if that makes you feel good about yourself, that you believe that they will not take that shit unless you give them permission on that card, fine for you to live your life that way. But if you really think that they're going to throw your organs away when that shit is top dollar, being able to sell, being able to transplant, being able to get that next dollar, no fucking way. You can't make me believe it. They'll harvest that shit right out of your body, whether you say so or no, in my opinion. But that's it on me. I appreciate y'all for coming here tonight. I'm going to stop this stream, and I'm going to have to start a new stream. You know the deal with Rumble. Give me about 20 to 30 minutes, and we'll be in here ready to rock and roll. We'll do about a 30-minute, an hour jam, something like that. We'll do some quick jams which probably end up to be a four-hour jam, but it is what it is. If we didn't have such a good time, we wouldn't be in there for so long. Blame my comedy. I definitely appreciate y'all for coming in. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.